Guys, what I noticed, I assume you haven't listened to the Sarkaro episode yet. Um, we we talked for two and a half hours and we didn't even mention the animation once. I think <laughs> we didn't talk at all about the animation quality. What is wait? What does animation have to do with anime? I don't, I'm confused. Right. You know, fair enough. Like, um, like it's fair enough because I think the the animation in that is just it's serviceable. Right, yeah, like that is not. It, that, that, that is, is yeah, okay. I think it's above yeah. average for sure. Yeah, it is because it's some it, JC is a JC staff that did that show. Mm, I think so. I don't know. Anyways, Anyways all right. um, we'll we're running time. I think it was Clubhouse. What's that? So let's talk about animation today. Is what you're saying on our anime? Oh, I want pictures. I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't. usually do mention because a lot of the things I watch are kind of hot trash. Right. Um, like in animation. I like, uh, woof. Alright, ready guys? Woof, woof. I, I, I need... Sounds on the set! Shut up! Wait, just to be, just so I'm not crazy, you can hear me, right? Um, so <laughs> yeah. Ed, Ed, ready? Don't do that, that was shitty, don't do that. Other than a restart, you can, nobody woof. said anything. A1 Pictures did Sarakano. A1 Pictures! <sighs> Eventually, one of the eventually becoming Cloverworks, I guess, they want pictures or something like that. Anyways, okay, uh, which makes sense because actually Ugh. looks kind of like Horimiya. Horimiya and. Mm. They also do the colored outlines and stuff, right? You notice the scenes inside yes. the Yeah, 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 yeah. If it seems like this is running long, that's because I'm letting it play out. We will be officially saying farewell to this theme music and retiring it as of this episode. So farewell, Disco Lounge by Kevin McLeod. On to bigger and better things. Mike and we're here for another episode <laughs> and something that we totally expect the summer review ha take that anime summit where's your summer review huh this is Mike from the future and yes anime summit did release their seasonal review oops just kidding don't please don't fire us on uh, my name like I said at the top is Mike and I'm joined today by the giggly King King how are you doing uh, I'm doing good, Mike. It's great to be back on Anime Planet with you. Uh, what a joy it is to be on Planet. Did I say Planet? Yeah, you said Planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love that. I love that. But hey, man, I'm stoked to be here. It was a great summer. We got some some hot takes for some hot shows. And it's good to be back with you, bud. Uh, 
Welcome. Thank you. Am I am I not restarting then? Okay. Well, second up, we got Giz. Hey. Giz, how are you? <laughs> I also landed on Anime Planet. <laughs> Welcome to the planet. We're get, we could potentially get sued by that, like the 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 Anilis slash Mal that no one uses. I think one person uses. I think someone from Otaku Spirit uses them. Um, anyway, is that called Anime Planet? I don't. Isn't I don't it? Know that. Isn't it? I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's a service that, like, you can go and look up titles and stuff like that. And finally, oh, okay, cool. wrapping off, uh, wrapping off a week long bender with his family. Here's Eduardo. Ed, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Are you still drunk, Ed? Uh, hungover at this point. <laughs> well, he, he was the designated driver, so he, while well, everyone else had a lot of tequila, he could only have. A moderate amount of tequila. Yeah, yeah. Then I caught up as soon as we got home. Yeah, the there final, you go. That's that, the right that thing final day. I would. Uh, we just uh, a look at some of the sausage making. We tried to get Ed's comments for the Psycho episode, but he was like, "He was like, guys, this is great." And I'm like, "Okay, we can't do anything with this. Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, so I don't know. There was a lot of yelling and screaming, but like good yelling and screaming like they're having a good time we we could so, redo it and i'll just get drunk prior before just before well right i, I was like go. this is a this is like a king's court not an actual episode of plummet anime plummet that's right you've tuned into anime plummet what is anime planet i don't know who cares and we are here today to talk about what this summer season has been and let me tell you like the weather that we had here in Southern Ontario. It was kind of mild, honestly. Kind of mild. Um, yeah. So, Goodbye. yeah. Uh, which is fine. Not every not every season can be a banger, you know. And there is there is a beauty, though Sen would probably disagree. Shout out to Sen, uh, one of our friends. That there is beauty in mod, moderality? Moder, not moderation, but like mid Anyways, in the mid, there's beauty in the mid. <laughs> the beauty in the mid. That's the that's the title to my life story. Yeah. Beauty in the mid. Beauty the story of the like So, because King does not trust me to say things correctly, I'm going to hand it over to Kings to talk a bit about our announcements now. King, uh, can you give us what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. First, folks, we want you to go check out links.animesummit.net. That is where you're going to find this podcast on all the streaming platforms. Of course, whatever streaming platform you're using, type the name in. You'll find it. Anime Plummet. Sweet. You also get access to Anime Summit Podcast, um, as well as the Discord and Patreon. Lots of cool stuff going in on there all the time. If you become a patron, you get early access to our episodes, including bonus content. Uh, just like the stuff that I recorded recently with our yeah, with my special oh. guests. Didn't you finally, after months and years of editing, finally produce your first episode? <laughs> yeah, I finally I was able to get a, a recent Drunken Court episode with Snowman Turtle and Nick from Anime Summit, which was a big get, super fun. And we talked about all the things we're watching, reading, and listening to right now. Go check that out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and I got the pleasure to record one just recently, too. Um, with some special guests that I'm not going to announce. Stay tuned for that. And I'm going to edit that a lot quicker because we're getting, I'm getting better at editing now. So that's really was nice. That, was that another drunken court or something else? That or was another drunken wait? court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be out in probably a week or two, I'd say. So I'll start Still working on it this week. Invite. Hmm. 
Hmm. Hmm. Hmm. King not inviting us anymore on the drinking No, call. I mean... <laughs> Hmm. You can like kind of see where this podcast is going, where there's King, <laughs> who's guesting on a lot of other anime podcasts, and then there's the rest of the, the three leftovers. I think Giz will get pulled along, too, because he's some of the talent, but me and Ed are just going to be left in the Yeah, we're just going to be rolling around in our filth, Mike. It's okay. <laughs> Which is okay, fine. Well, like, that's, that's, you know, a, that's a, a good way... Coast. A good way to take it to the next level, Mike, and and come on to me and Gizmo's show is pronouncing the name of the podcast right at the intro. Oh, so man. you know, <laughs> wow, wow, That's a first cutter. Um, but besides Damn. that, like nothing. I, who else? King don't work for King. He's the only man that expects professionalism out of a podcast called Anime Plumbing. Anyways. <laughs> Let's, let's, that's it. Let's, that's it for me today. Let's get into it, Mike. Take us let's away. Let's get into some shows. So we're gonna start off with a hot one, a hot tamale. At least I think. Anyways, personally, this is definitely no white person's taco. We're talking Reign of the Seven Spell Blades. Based on the 2018 light novel by uh, Bokuto Uno. Ooh, Uno. Well, that's that's a fun game. Anyways, uh, basically, yes, this is one of another one of your school magical academy uh, Harry Potter ripoffs. But I, there's a couple of things about this. A, the world feels very genuine and interesting, a lot more than most of the light novel fodder. Um, also, uh, very dark. Like, a lot of people kind of die and stuff like that. In fact, actually, the whole thing is sort of a revenge story. There's, like, kind of two stories kind of happening parallel. Um, it's 15 episodes. It's not actually finishing. So I haven't even watched the 13th episode because I kind of put it on. The, but once I realized that we weren't going to be able to finish it in time for this, just kind of put it in the back burner. So just kind of want to get... We're not really giving our final thoughts on it. I guess just getting what we thought so far and whether or not you're going to try to finish the last three episodes or last two or whatever is left of it um but personally i found it was quite a trip there was some kind of like valleys in the middle there where it kind of got a bit low and where actually the animation kind of took a hit but for the most part really great character designs has some stellar animation both in the uh intro and in some of the fights and stuff that they did especially i think it was episode 12 or 11 uh, they had some, they were starting to knock it back off again. And I think like, I kind of like a lot of the characters. I also like the duality of the, uh, main, you got the, the samurai girl and the main character. Listen, I sound like a Nick here. I don't even know their names. And, uh, <laughs> and the fact that like, basically the, the main guy, you find out to come to find out he's only in there because he's getting revenge for his mother. And he's fucking, he's determined to do everything in his power to basically kill the entire, like, practically the entire faculty of the school because they're at some way at fault for his mother's death. And the samurai girl is basically just trying to live her best life after being basically like a child soldier. And so it's a, it's an interesting dichotomy, right? Because mm -hmm. the boy is trying to encourage the girl that basically says, you got to live your best life and don't throw your life away while he's trying to throw his life away getting revenge for his mother instead of living his life anyways uh what did you guys think of this show anyone thoughts 
I kind of dropped it after after our impressions. To be honest, I, I, I'm not I'm not sure why. I think the the, uh, the beginning was interesting, and as you said, it's very untropy for for fantasy anime. Um, but somehow I didn't really um, it didn't really hook me in. Also, um, do you think it's gonna finish in 15 episodes, or why is it gonna be 15 episodes? No, like what, what, he literally what a weird number to come to too. Fifteen, yeah. it's so I, I, different than all the other shows because it's not even it's not a two core show either. It's it's not like twenty four episodes. It's just fifteen, and that's the end of season one. Yeah, which is an odd number because, like, generally speaking, thirteen is the used to be thirteen and a core, and four cores in a year would make a total of fifty two episodes, right? Like that's like if you go back and look at things like the old Sailor Moon and old. Dragon Ball, they don't quite hit that number, but that's what usually what they were striving to go for, right? Mm. Um, maybe maybe they're trying so, to finish it, finish off an arc. That yeah, would be interesting. It's cool like, that they do that. So obviously, spoilers uh, for people that didn't watch. So there's, I think I want to say seven or eight faculty that he's specifically after that's involved in his mother's murder uh, at the school, and so far he's killed one of the the faculty members, and no one yes. really has a clue. Because there's this whole thing about, once again, a pet peeve of, of uh, kings. There's a labyrinth that's underneath the school. And kind of like well, no. what happens in the labyrinth stays in the labyrinth. Like literally mm. students go missing and stuff like that. And so like they're like, whoa, wow, that professor got himself killed in the labyrinth. That seems strange. That seems weird. It's because this guy's coming to kick ass and take names. Anyways. So, so yeah, so we still have like six or seven more baddies to kind of take down for his story. Anyways. Right. That's, that's his um, whole plot line. The you know, I gotta girl say... just wants a kiss for doing a good job. That's all she wants. Like give her the poor lady a kiss. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with a little smooch. Um, yeah. One thing I got to say about this show is this is one of those shows where there's a lot of good ideas crammed into to this thing mm-hmm. that don't necessarily make for a perfect or really good show but there's some really great ideas um let's let's push aside this for a second that it's all a lot of it's ripped off from harry potter like down to the broomstick shit trolls in the dungeon trolls in the dungeon yeah it it is by far the most blatant uh harry potter ripoff thus far except for we kick to the curb any turf sort of like you know anti-trans sentiment because there's actually like a very gender fluid i don't know if character. trans would be the right word yeah but it's characters very, like there's a whole i think it's a, a whole class of ma- a magician is yeah is, reversey they call them but anyways yes so, so like that the, they will change their genders at times and because of it it's not seen as a negative it's seen as a positive because as they change, they get access to different things, and like it, like their, their their strengths changes basically, and so it's yeah. like, it, like it's really nice because the main character is like, oh really? Like he's like, oh I'm a girl now, and it's like uh, like originally it's the main character's name is Peter, it's the one guy that's easy to remember, um, and the main character when he finds out oh, he's gone from being a male to a female, he's like, oh you're reversing, that's fantastic, that's wonderful, and it's like wow, wait a second, hold on. We're coming out here and talking about weird gender changes, and we're not being like awkward, stupid stuff. That's, do that's do you think that's deliberate? 
after all the controversy surrounding J.K. Rowling and her that's that's first off that's way too heady of a question for this stupid show yeah no I, I mean by stupid show I mean our stupid show by the way I, I mean I anime plummet I, I want to believe that we actually have a light novel author that isn't a piece of shit is basically what it is because yeah, obviously yeah, that's yeah. where the source would come from and so you actually have one that's just like yeah no I think I think trans people are cool look I tried to put them into this magical world. Also, Mike, Mike, you make a beautiful and eloquent point that I totally agree with. And on top of that, Peter, the uh, the character that is a reversi in the in the squad, because there's a squad of new freshman yeah, students. They, yeah, Peter kind of stacked. Okay, I'm, I <laughs> yeah, gotta be real chick, with you. Kind of hot. Actually, yeah, even Peter's, when he was kind of hot as a boy because he's he's definitely got a bit of a fen lean. Uh, so I'm I'm whatever he is at that moment, I'm fine with. Like I'm yeah, I'm Peter. Down. P- Peter was good. That's what I want to know. Peter was What's good. good Peter? Um, so so th- that's an example of some an idea. I think that's a great idea. Put it into we a also fantasy have a drill story. Hair, drill hair girl for for the next out there in the world. Drill hair. Yep, there we go. The, we got drill anyways. hair girl. I love the idea of combining swordplay with magic. I think it's super exciting and fun and a little bit yeah. different take. Um, the labyrinth, how it's used, though I'm not a labyrinth guy, is interesting. They're not there the whole time, so it's it's diversity, so it's cool. Uh, just the and problem is, is that they have, like I said, they have all these great ideas that they're throwing at you that you're like, oh, cool, 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 cool. But then you're cool. you get towards the 13th episode, and you're like, I, I didn't feel that much connected to the story or the whole backing storyline that mike talked about is the main character is trying to kill the people who killed his mom but that gets so diluted and lost every now and then that you kind of just forget about it like i said because there's just a lot of good ideas in this story that i enjoy but there's too much going on there's not enough um development in certain areas i want to see more about the more about the side characters and i think we will get more um and i one trope i can't stand that's out there is the MC is cleaning up with all the honeys and it's just like, my dude, share some of the love. Okay. There's like other characters that could use love in this series, but everybody loves the MC. And I'm like, come on, man. Not everybody can love the MC. He's, like, let's yeah, calm down. He's, it's, it's very obvious. He's competent. Uh, he, he was, was training to basically be a mage assassin for all intents and purposes. Uh, yeah. from the get-go so he's kind of like an ass kicker like he understands a lot of stuff early on and same with the samurai girl because like i said she was a child soldier but she doesn't have a clue about magic but her sword no, play is fighter. something yeah like uh anyways a lot of cool fights the fight where they fight uh the m the girl starts with m that she has a secret lab that she gives to katie Again, yes. the other character I remember because they have a very English name, Katie. <laughs> oh, my um, God. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I the, the fight with the samurai girl where she does that thing where she basically, like, steps through time to reach her hand before it turns her into stone and cuts it off. And then the girl turns it into a living thing. Like, it's – I don't know. There's a lot of stuff I enjoyed, but I understand your complaints. It Yeah. There's a lot of shit going on in this show. There's I think so much shit it, going on. Yeah, I think I would like to see more seasons of this. I hope they do. Uh, I would check and out I'm more. Probably going to check out the light novel at some point. Ooh, uh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, last complaint: they need to just use their names. They do this shit where they're like Mr. Gizmo, Mr. Mike, Mrs. Yeah, that's, Rachel. That, that's Mrs. Just the this. Way I'm like, stop 
do just stop it. That's a whole. Yeah, don't do that. Just say their name. You don't have to. All of the kids address each other with for the, whatever the reason, Mr. and like, Mrs. We've kind of come to accept the fact that like the son, uh, you know, the son, uh, whatever you call it, at the end, like we don't, yeah, that we don't generally acknowledge in English. But for some reason, they chose to go with it this time, I guess, because they're I guess whenever they use their last names, they decided to actually use Mr. And Mrs. Which yeah, is but weird. they say it in English. They say Mr. So it's oh. like they don't even oh. they don't do oh. my, they don't that do Michael son. No, no. If you listen to the sub, they don't say Michael son. And then it's translated to Mr. Michael. They say yeah. Mr. Mr. Michael. And you're like, why are you don't say Mr. In English. Yeah, probably they, tr- they try to to translate the son honorific into English. Probably. Yeah, because it's, basically it's, that's exactly. They, yeah. they all have English names, right? The, or, well, they got non-Japanese names, name, except for the Samurai yeah. girl has a Japanese Except for Samurai so girl. Maybe, that's yeah. where this is coming from but yeah, yeah guys we have 20 more shows also to cover so we gotta go we gotta go okay <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna keep on, it's, uh, just take it easy just take All it right, easy this will be this will be quick this one so will be quick, King, take us away on the next one please okay um this is your do 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 it's a seven deadly sins update do 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 everything that you need to know about this awesome show that's been around forever okay huh? as you guys right remember from the last time we did a review way back in the day the Seven Deadly Sins currently has a film uh, series going on on Netflix called The Grudge of Edinburgh. Uh, this is the part two that came out. All that you need to know is that is a continuation of part one, which is in a, in a summary, The Seven Deadly Sins. They had some kids. Those kids are getting into shenanigans. That's all you need to know. It still looks terrible. It still sounds terrible. It, uh, it, it just... Man, do I miss the old, like the first season of Seven Deadly Sins, which was so fun. <laughs> and every time they release more stuff, I hope I'm like, maybe it'll get. I'm like chasing, it's, I'm like a drug C- addict chasing CG, right? a high. Is it CG? Yeah, the, 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 now they've yeah. gone full CG with it. So it looks pretty Ooh. rough. Um, oh. Pretty bad animation, uh, bad character designs. I can't. I like I said. I'm. I'm at this point. I'm a junkie just trying to chase that original feeling with this show that I enjoyed so much. We get a little bit of the old squad of the Seven Deadly Sins reuniting. Their kids beat the big baddie. It is uneventful. Um, my big my my biggest critique of this because I gave it a five out of ten. They should have put a recap of the first movie at the beginning of the second film because it's been over six months, seven months since the last movie came out. So I have no, I'm like, what the fuck is even going on? <laughs> I have no idea. A two minute recap would have done like at least point five, another point higher. No idea what was going on. So anyways, Seven Deadly Sins, Grudge of, uh, Grudge of Edinburgh 2. Uh, you can skip it unless you're also a Seven Deadly Sins junkie like myself. And that's it for me. Okay. Very good. Uh, Ed, do you want to mention anything about Sin Duality Noir? Uh, just, uh, it's a show. It's there. It's one of the few mecha animes we got. <laughs> um, it, it's fine. There's it, nothing oh special. It's like a solid five, just like right down the mid so far. I haven't completely mm. finished it, to be fair. Um, so scores may change. Um, but it's it's a lot more of uh, the first few episodes um the cg isn't the greatest but it's it's okay it's passable um but what i do like is a mechs 
So oh, that was pretty man. nice. It's, I just like the, I like the mechs with um just the roller bottoms, you know. So they're just like skating Ooh. across terrain That's on their cool. butts. No, <laughs> with the <laughs> wheels on their shoes. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like roller bot, like their bottoms, as in their ass. They're just skating <laughs> on their pretty ass. Pretty sweet. They just sit down and just haul ass, literally. <laughs> King, King loves that that Queen song. Roller bottom girls make this rock and world go round. There we go. Yeah. So not much to say about the show. This show is also forgotten by many because it's one of those Disney um, shows that oh. got licensed out. Oh, yeah. So not a right. whole lot of people even know about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're not missing so, out on much. No. All right. So with that, let's move on to it. it I, Gizmo, can you talk to us about Dreaming Boy as a realist? Yeah, Gleaming Boys are readers. Um, it's a show about this high school kid who is, has a crush on this girl and he <gasps> he's super obnoxious about it. He follows her around and it's like, oh, I love you and won't you go out with me? And kind of half-heartedly confessing all the time to her and she's a bit annoyed and it's like, ah, just leave me alone, go away. <laughs> but deep down, it's pretty clear that she also has like feelings for him. Yeah. But then, because she rejects him all the time, because he's, he's doing it half-heartedly, right? And so one day he just decides to stop and just give her space and um, just give up on her. He, he becomes arts. a realist, I guess. He was dreaming of, beca- of of getting with this girl that's kind of out of his league. And so at, at some point he just gives up and, and she... She kind of feels lonely. She's like, oh no, she... she kind of realizes that she actually likes him right that's the hook yeah i uh, i think in my impressions um i likened the show to the guy gets kicked out of hero party yeah um, isekais or uh, fantasy animes mm-hmm. um and i i really really wanted to like this show uh, i think the first <laughs> couple of episodes are, are really fun like the hook is super fun and I wanted to see their relationship develop and she coming to terms with how she feels about him and that stuff. But somehow this show just devolves into, into something that I, I really did not expect and really did not enjoy. Like, um, mm. what happens is mm. that it goes away from the dynamic between the, these two. Um, and it's all about him like solving problems for random girls he meets. Yeah. And I don't understand why. And instead builds himself a harem, basically. That's that's yeah, yeah, kind of. And it's like these random girls come up to him and are like, hey, I have this problem. Like my kohai is uh, super uh, socially awkward. How can I help her? And then he kind of solves their problem and moves on to the next girl. Then, then there's like a girl that works at a part-time job at the at the same store that he works in and she's also super awkward around customers and socially awkward and then he's and and she has like this brother complex and his bro- uh, her brother has a cur- girlfriend and she's kind of jealous or something and he solves her problem and then who like doesn't this, 
what little sister doesn't want to sit in the lap of her older brother and just read <laughs> so, books? Yeah, that was so weird. But I was like, this is a weird problem to solve. I got to give it to him. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, yeah, like the whole time thinking about like, and then, and then the brother, like with his girlfriend, comes around and goes, I want you to come and sit back on my lap so we can read books together. It's like, mm, it's I so think it's time to move on, weird. young man. Time to maybe don't encourage this behavior. And, and then uh, another girl comes to the store and she thinks she's a college girl and <laughs> they talk and it turns out she's, she's a middle school stacked. girl. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's super stacked. <laughs> she's yeah. a stacked middle schooler. And so none, weird. None of, none of this has anything to do with his relationship with Natsukawa, with the main girl. And so I, I was just, I was super bored after like the first couple of episodes. And right at the end of the season, they kind of turned it back around to to his relationship with Natsukawa. I and know. that was okay. Like, But I, I don't understand why this show went into that direction. Yeah. If I had to take a stab in the dark of like what the point of all of the middle stuff was. And they didn't, let me say this. They, I don't think they did this well. But I, I think it's the show's way of kind of being like, look, this guy used to be obsessed with his crush and he had nothing really like he didn't do anything. He had no, no sport, like no clubs, no friends, no real activities. He just was obsessed with this girl. Let's make him a little bit more mature. Let's give him some life lessons. Let's have him help people and become a yeah. contributing member of society. And I think that really brings the girl's attention back around to him more so than anything. But 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 helping people in these weird dumb ways is a bad way to get there. Well, that was I, like I, I, that's I, a bad way to get there. I don't think like I I like I think it's not so much her uh, helping out. Uh, oh, I for completely for some reason I completely blanked out on the whole school, the school counselor, the the disciplinary counselor. Whenever they have this, yeah, yeah, anyways, I don't think so much. It's like oh, see how much he's improving, but it's just the time away. He's no longer pestering uh, Natsukawa, uh, which um, I don't know why it's the one character's name I remember. Anyways, <laughs> like. She she kind of comes to realize that that there's a void there, and that maybe she because she's so focused on the scholastics, she didn't realize the fact that actually no, I do have feelings for this weird maybe like Stockholm's feelings. I don't know, but yes, I have some feelings for this boy, and so like the whole time, you know. That being said, him like kind of backing off gives her the ability to kind of blossom a little more in the high school herself, because. No one want, really wanted to get close to her because this guy was so obsessed. It'd just be like, well, I don't want to get in this guy's way. You know mm. what I mean? And yeah. So, and, and then I, so instead, another boy tries to move in. I thought at first also that they kind of wanted to show, um, because because he, he's kind of like, we, we also um, compared this to um, Origairu and uh, the main character, Hachiman, who also has like low self-esteem or rather low opinion of himself kind of right mm -hmm. yeah. and um I, what i thought at first is that they wanted to show um that he actually is a good guy and can can deal with people and get all the attention from the girls right and that's ma that makes uh, natsukawa jealous in the end but somehow they never they never connect the dots there there's like uh, yeah that's why the, i don't think i don't think it is meant to make her jealous i think it's just the fact that just the time gone like she kind of misses him like and that's yeah but that's then that's dumb and weak though that's just bad writing i mean 
Is it? Then the whole then the whole middle thing doesn't really matter at all. Like then if we come back like, to Gizmo's well, original point over, that, like, this is dumb. It's his own growth, right? Like it's his own yes. growth. It's got not, like it's the whole the whole thing is the fact that that relationship uh you know was still meant to be because there was a spark there, right? But she wasn't ready for it at the time, right? And mm. this is now just him like opening his wings and like growing more, like becoming more of a like a three-dimensional person rather than just being I'm the guest guy that's obsessed with Natsume. Or not see, I know, fucked it up. Uh anyways, Natsukawa. So there's one you know. there's one arc, the, the arc with the girl that uh, looks like a college student but is actually a middle schooler. Oh yeah. Whatever. Yeah. There's, oh boy. <laughs> she, like would have, she would have she would have fucking let him cop a feel if he wanted. If he all he had to do with that. Yeah, oh yeah. my goodness. This is bad. <laughs> uh, there's like two or three episodes of her, and at the end of her arcs, sort of, uh, they go to the beach. And then at the end of that episode, there's a scene where they go along at the beach and we see Natsukawa at the same beach. And I was thinking to myself, oh, this is where she notices them and gets jealous, right? And sees him interacting with this pretty other girl. And she turns her head towards them. They walk by uh, from a distance. And she doesn't recognize him. She's like, is that? Nah, it can't be. And then the episode ends. And nothing further comes from this. And I'm like, what? What, what are we is doing? the point of this? I don't understand. <laughs> I love seeing you get all animated about it too. <laughs> yeah, I the thing is, I, <laughs> I wanted to like this show because I think the hook is good. I think the premise is. is good. They could have yeah. done so much with it. I, I could have loved this show if it was done properly, but somehow they completely dropped the ball, in my opinion. Yeah, it was something different. MC uh, gives up and is just like, you know what? I'm walking away from the girl I love, and I'm like, it's, wow, we haven't seen that. Weird... That's that's cool. It's like it's like he watches his life flash before his eye because he almost gets hit in the head by a soccer ball. And it's like he has this like <laughs> you know come to Jesus moment of being like, "What am I doing with my life? I'm chasing this girl around who doesn't want me to chase her around. I'm just gonna let it go." You know what I mean? And and yeah. honestly, that's the right thing to do, but not the oh thing yeah, that... please guys out there, don't be a creepy stalker and yeah, yeah, don't don't, don't be like this guy. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> Also, but also the fact that like the reality is, is that now he has, you know, these potential girls he could have dated Uh, because the fact of the matter is the the fact that Natsukawa comes back around to him is kind of like a real like, I guess we expected it. But in real life, you know, that's the kind of thing that wouldn't happen. That's the fairy tale aspect of it, I guess, or yeah. the, the sort of like fantastical aspect of it. Because she would have just carried on for her studies and been like, oh, I wonder what that stupid dork's doing. Oh, well, I'm going to go ACES test now or something. You know what I mean? And the fact that she seems so like determined, plus her friend also the entire time is trying to get them hooked back up again. Like yes. she is uh-huh. such an enabler. Uh, in that sense, but whatever. I don't know. I I, I, can, I, I kind of liked her though. She, like she she has a this witty back and forth with him a lot of the time. Yes, yeah. There's, so there's, she was there's some there's some good okay. writing in the dialogue. Um, but like I I'm kind of happy it didn't become this whole jealousy thing. Like oh I'm gonna like either intentionally or unintentionally making Natsu uh, Natsukawa jealous or upset that she rejected him. Because that's really within her right. Like, and it was basically, it wasn't the fact that the thing that she did couldn't stand him because he was basically a stalker. 
Mm. But the I fact think... that really it's just like she wasn't ready at that point. Right. A lot of the oh. time there there was like the beginning of some witty writing, but somehow that also I, it, it might be the translation that I <laughs> that I had on my subtitles, but um, a lot of the dialogue also didn't make sense in the later parts, especially to me. I, it yeah. got a little weaker in the in the back half. Mm. I will admit it. Kind of, you're right, and it also it loses. Yeah, I, I think I'm not, I'm not. I don't disagree with you guys. Um, right. One of the a- things I noticed we're putting some scores. Should we give, be giving scores for yeah. things? Yeah, unless least, we want to. Uh, uh, for um, everything that's finished, I would say like. Yeah, that makes sense. Like rain versus spell blades, you you can't you can't score. So, um, but you cannot. You, can score this. you must you not score it. It has to be finished. Uh, it must be finished. So okay. I, I can start with the ratings. I for me. As I said, I enjoyed the the first two, three, four episodes maybe. Uh, then it kind of goes off the rails. But I'm gonna give it a five point five. I am very disappointed in this. I think this could have been much, much better. Also, the animation looks ass. I'm sorry, but it's just there's so much corner cutting in this. Yeah, like, I guess they, they I... turned a square into a circle here. It's it's ridiculous. Wow. There we go. I like that's good. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten, because uh, I thought, like, it, like I said, the premise is just so, so different than what we've had before, which I really liked and hooked me. A lot of the middle stuff we could have cut, um, but you know, spoiler, they do hold hands at the end, and that's nice, isn't <laughs> yeah. that nice? And here's that's the thing, right. I like a romance. If it's gonna be dumb, if it's gonna be dumb shit like this, I said, I said it in our uh, impressions episode a couple months ago. If they're going to give us dumb romance stuff, wrap it up in one season, make them together in the end. You're going to get the bare mitt. You're going to get a passing score from me. They did that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. And that's not, there are some other shows that we we're going to review today that they're, they're not going to wrap up and they're never going to get a second season. And that's dumb. So this is nice. 12 episodes, quick romance, seven out of 10. Mike. All right. Um, hmm. All right. I, I think I'm I, I think I'm a little bit around where King is at. I think I gave it like a 73 or something like that. I can't quite I, I wrote it down after watching the final episode, but I can't find my score right now. So anyways, okay. we'll say a 73, 7.3, whatever you want to say. Ed, I did like you it. watch this one at all? No, I didn't. It, it's on my plan to watch this. I watched like the first two episodes. Um and I haven't gotten back to it. It's a high dive show, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, you watch you watch the best episode, it? so I think you're good, dude. Okay. <laughs> no, we'll give it. A, I I think Ed Ed likes a cozy. Uh, anyways, let's 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 let the dreaming boy uh, dream some more while we move on to the other D. Let him sleep. The double D's, the Duke of Death, and his bussy maid. Good segue. Uh, yeah, well, we all we all know why we're here. We're here for the poor boy who's been cursed to kill anything he touches. And his, uh, what's the word, the uh, titillating, his titillating maid that loves him right back. Uh, and at this point, they've kind of basically come out to each other and say, yeah, we love each other, but we can't do shit unless we figure out this curse. So it's, this was a bit of a wild ride. Some some parts were slow. I think the circus arc was kind of like a little, eh, but um, uh, there's also some really good parts to this oh yeah i mean i think i think this season just built upon what we previously saw in such a great way um expanding on what's 
what like what the history of these characters are, the history of this world, understanding the magic more. We get introduced to um towards the end the magic school mike i don't i want to be careful i don't want to give this this season ends on a great cliffhanger and that's yeah. the only spoil i want to give i don't want to give what that that cliffhanger is in case you're still catching up because yeah, yeah, this yeah. is i mean i loved it though we're getting character development not just from the main two about their love relationship both the duke and alice we're also i'm thinking of uh zane and cuff um yeah. Bird boy and and cutie patootie with the red hair and they're you know they've they've confessed to each other so that's a really sweet cute relationship that we're getting uh shout out to 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 volta the brother uh the second the second son as he hates to be called the second, yeah the second son that he is forever to even if he gets rid of his brother he'll be doomed to be and every time he hears the word second he automatically assumes it's reverting to him so yes and he like knows his bleeds and he hates his life um he's getting cozy with uh dalith isn't that yeah. her name yeah, and her the name. the witch with all the scars on her face we get to know more of her backstory and yeah and, and she finally takes off her mask like actually what's his name comments on her attractiveness even with the scars and that that kind of gives her the strength to, to finally not wear the death mask anymore so yeah. i i'll say it again if you want me to like a show just throw some romance to some other people in the show besides the MC. I'll I'll like immediately be attracted to a show where the side characters can be happy too. Like this they're not just stand-ins. I don't is is Danny watching the show? Because this is a hundred percent a Danny show. Like this is I think uh, she I think she might be. Um okay, this is this is You have three you have three sort of budding romances. I don't know if you count the little sister and Rob. That's a little weird, but uh why it's not kind of, well it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of fun because rob has no rob is this very senior almost getting a bit of alzheimer's like old butler and it's the what's the sister's name again she's a she's an absolute uh, brat. viola viola yeah she's an absolute brat but she's kind of a cutie uh anyway she loves older men and she absolutely adores rob with everything and wants to like you know make sweet babies with him i think but um thankfully it's not gonna happen he's he's like an old ass man he's an old ass man and he's a hundred percent oblivious to her feelings and affections which is fantastic just stay that way rob um Uh, anyways you know love knows no age uh, so yeah this has these have a couple great relationships um, white thumbs down. Get out of here, King. <laughs> Age is just a number. Oh, oh King boy. is trying to. We're is, in so much King, trouble this week. Oh no, King. So King is trying to backpedal like as if that's gonna save. It's anime plummet, buddy. Live the life. Stop being a faker. A fake. Hey, a he faker. got it right this time, Gizmo. That's pretty good. Oh my gosh, I like you it. Let, Mike, let's get let's get some quit. scores. <laughs> Sorry, let's, we never let's had an on air. An on-air quitting before. This is new for the show. Let's do some scores. Mike, I think you're going to be surprised with this, and I want to see if you can top me. This is up there for my anime of the season. I'm going to do – I'll do – this is my anime sequel. I'm giving it an 8.5 out of 10, and I want you to understand I gave the first season an 8. I liked this so much more than the the first season because we are getting into the history, the world. There are characters being shipped. Um we, we it, the plot thickens, magic is real, and the cliffhanger is ooh boy, it's a good one. So eight point five out of ten for me, folks. Wow, uh, just taking a real quick 
look the Duke of Death. Did I put a score up on here? Duke, Duke, Duke. Okay, I don't know fucking know. Anyways, I, I was somewhere in that ball. I want to say I gave it an 83. So I think you actually scored it a little higher than me, which is which is King phenomenal. Nice. Yeah, I win. King King wins. King wins all the uh all the characters. So anyways. Uh, it's, people are gonna be turned off by the animation, but it's yeah. it's part of the deal. It's the story you're there for the plot and the character development. And also Alice, who Al I absolutely love. Al Alice is a darling. Uh her mom is also very hot. Uh, and even though she's dead, sleeping, whatever she's doing. And then, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I like the looks of the characters. They're a little stiff when they're animating. Uh, this is, they're not Studio Orange. Like, they haven't gotten that stuff down pat yet. But I think this is a really, really good one. Anyways, really good one. Let's go for a, what some might say not is a really good one. Classroom of the Heroes. Ed, did you watch any more of this show? Can you talk to us? Give I did. Sort of our this is your se seasonal prototypical harem anime. Yes. With a OPMC just trying to live his slice of life best life. I, I get yep, it's definitely playing <laughs> on those uh, those tropes of he came from he came from war and now he's just trying to enjoy himself. Yeah, he's just trying to chill out, but crazy things keep happening and he can't right? Yeah, so the story okay. continued off where essentially each battle he wins, he picks up a new person for his harem uh, towards mm -hmm. the end of the series. How many people is it like <laughs> the seven? I, 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 I didn't know if I recorded all of them properly. I think I might've mixed. I think, cause I think uh, the, you know, the bikini girl, uh, the girl yes. that always is like wearing a bikini the entire freaking time. Yeah, uh, not keto. Uh, shout outs to keto from the Duke of Death. Uh, but yeah, it's this is another one that just wore a bikini the whole time. Her friend was she friend with the girl that that turns out to have be like half succubus or whatever, or have a succubus or uh, demon girl Mari, or demon king. Right? They're all that... friends, but you're thinking of her best friend is the dead pan. She has like straight black hair. And not any sort of distinct superpower or anything. She's just, oh, okay, they're okay, always okay, two. Okay. They're always two. But they're all, so they're, they're friends they're, they're, with the Succubus, too. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Well, Folks, yes. we're talking about a show with the Succubus. I think we know what we signed up for. Okay. Yeah. We know. Mike, I, I, Mike, you wrote out the list of the harem, and we got a flaming, uh, flaming hot redhead. We got a deadpan short hair girl, lolly dragon. I, hold on. Non official so harem members. You didn't mention the flaming red hot likes to get naked. Okay. okay, there we go. Succubus girl <laughs> slash nerdy girl, robot girl with dead who is like deadpan girl, and they have a whole episode of them competing to see who is the most deadpan. I love it's when true. we take notes in this podcast. It's so it's good. true. <laughs> it's it, absolutely. I think I think for what this is, it's a fun little show. Again, it's school. This this show does not take itself nearly as seriously as as Reign of the Seven Seven Spellblades. Uh, it is from the get-go, like it's being the school is being run by the king of the kingdom, who I might note is King Gilgamesh. Like, what? Why is King Gilgamesh yeah. here? And King Gilgamesh wants to keep getting naked as well, and wants to see the girls naked, and thankfully has a an assistant that beats him up because that's that's not good. Stay in line. Bad behavior. It's bad. They're teenagers. Stop it. We might be thinking it, but you can't say it out loud. <laughs> there we go. 
And oh, don't they get naked by fighting all the time anyway? Yeah, uh, well, that's that's the, usually the usually make character does. sneezes. Sorry, what's that, Ed? The redhead mainly does right. Every fight yeah. usually ends up like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, Something she, like she, she, she uh, gives over to the the flaming spirit that possesses her and and turns, kind of burns uh, up everything. Yeah, it burns up basically. Maybe she everything. should get some fire resistant clothing or something. Uh, I think I think she's just living her her nudist colony like nudist life. Yeah, come on, Gizmo. We're in this for the plot, right, guys? The fantastic <laughs> storytelling. Oh, boy. <laughs> should we do some should we do some scores real quick? Yeah, this uh, one's a quickie. Go yeah, 10 out of 10. 100 <laughs> 10 out of Oh my 10, god. <laughs> one one point for every member of the harem. There you uh, go. 12 out of 10. Yeah, 12 <laughs> 10. Yeah. There's so many, Anyways, it's crazy. No, uh, I'm joking. This is probably like a 7 out of 10 for me. I really enjoyed it. I, it was a lot of fun, but it wasn't like a serious fun. Yeah, this gets yes. like a 6.1. It's one of those that's just fun to have on in the background. They had the dub uh, at this point of this recording. The dub wasn't caught up. They're like two episodes oh, behind, but I'm gonna watch this. Dub it's still now. pretty solid. Uh, there was it was a full 12 episodes. So yeah. in case someone felt like it, they needed more, it's it's a whole core. I, there's also this other note that says, "So King, what's your score?" Uh, I gave it four out of ten uh, tonkatsu curries because there's a lot of tonkatsu curry yeah, in I'm this sure. anime. So that four. looked really they and it looked really tasty, uh, but <laughs> it's it's bad. It's you can skip this one. Um, this is this for is a definitely a plummet show. Yeah, this for, yeah. for Mike <laughs> this is, and I. This is this this might be the plum. This is one of the plummet shows of the season for sure. Yeah, like and, and then I think right below your score, I put. Well, King is a flaming bag of dicks. Huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. anyways, yeah. Uh, Kukulain, which is the name of the dragon, which is named after... So, I'm starting to think, I think they're named after all historical characters. Yeah, I, everything I had a, to, some sort of reference. Yeah, because Kukulain is a... I. The only reason I know it, because there's three versions of him. He's in Fate. He's a big... He's one of the main like like characters <laughs> in Fate. Like, he's the Lancer. Quite often right. uh, with uh, Galborg that never misses. Anyways, so yeah, like that's the reason I recognize that one. Anyways, and obviously Gilgamesh because that's another <clears throat> historical character that might also be a fate. Ugh. Anyways, um, so let's let's move on to something a little maybe more happier for some people. Uh, Giz, take us away on a on a happy marriage. Yeah, my happy marriage. It's about. A girl that is mistreated by her family and um, she gets an arranged marriage with this guy who supposedly is super cruel and terrible and um, he had a bunch of fiancés already run out on him. And she gets there and he is actually just Prince Charming, the knight in shining armor that and saves her from a miserable life. <laughs> and he's, he's very handsome. And he's... Yeah, he's nothing but supportive and not cruel in any way, really. Yep. Um, I was super hyped about this show after the first episode. I think the first episode is, is great. It sets up like um, a really cool story. It's There's also like a childhood friend that um, also clearly has feelings for her. And he's like the only one in that old family situation that treats her nice. And um, but family politics happen, and he has to actually marry the sister 
um, her sister that is very cruel to her. And so we have like a good setup for romance, drama, slash period piece, um, slash trauma, psychological um, stuff. <laughs> um, but then in episode two, they introduce superpowers out of nowhere. Uh-oh. And I remember in, the, in our impressions, I said... I would be very disappointed if at the end of the show, she, it turns out um, one thing is that she, she doesn't have superpowers. That's why her family treats her so badly. And I said in our impressions, if it turns out that she actually does have superpowers and they're like the most overpowered superpowers ever. And th that's how she resolves all her trauma and becomes like a happy person and a great, um, like loved by everyone then I would be very disappointed. And guess what happens, guys? <laughs> I think this show, it started off super strong, but with the superpowers, it gets worse and worse. And it's it's not actually about resolving trauma. It's the, the, the only thing it's about is the superpowers and her latent potential and... Um, All they ever talk about is each other, like Lord Kudo and and um, what was her name? Mio. Mio, the, yeah. They they only ever talk about their relationship with each other. Mio has no um, no ambition what whatsoever other than just marrying this guy. Yeah, or likes or dislikes or really yeah, anything. I, I feel I feel like after 12 episodes, I don't even know these people really, I, and. And then uh, they have to fight against zombies or whatever. It's like, why? <laughs> what <laughs> is going on? What is going on? And the, the the family politics that I was also interested in, like the arranged marriage, and um, they they talk about the superpowers. And obviously the superpowers are kind of genetic. So that's why the arranged marriages so superpowers can like they can produce offspring with even better superpowers and stuff like this and it's it's just a mess i don't i don't know what to say i was very disappointed by the end of the show i don't know how you i, I know you didn't quite feel so disappointed king um this is this is something what what you've brought up with the magic powers thing i think it's the biggest critique of the show we've had friends on the discord shout out kai who's been waiting all uh 56 or 57 minutes for us to say his name we shout out kai everyone everyone uh, yeah clear and sweet on youtube take a shot because we mentioned kai on the podcast <laughs> um actually yeah and he i think at this point he's a sponsor of the show so thank you for your sponsorship <laughs> um he the, the, you know other people have mentioned like when they introduced the magic powers that's when they kind of fell off because they're like there's a story here that's good um but we we you can get derailed with some of the magic stuff i don't know there's uh I, there's a lot of intimate moments in this show that i really enjoy i'm i'm thinking about the episode where kudo's sister is introduced and kudo's sister very westernized wants to show mio how to uh she does like the my fair lady thing where she's just like you don't know how to do anything in high society so we're going to teach you how to eat properly and walk and talk at parties and conversation and i i like that kind of stuff um i love my fair lady as a musical on a side note 
So that, that it, it it's showing Mio coming out of her shell, becoming more intimate with people, letting those walls break down a little bit. Now, when they, you know, when she gets kidnapped by the one of the her original family, as we come to learn or whatever, through the bloodline stuff, um, she like shuts back down immediately and loses all of those skills, which you hate to see. I think uh, another big critique is some people are like, why doesn't she just learn to stand up for herself for this or that? And it's like, man, she has a life of abuse. It's It doesn't work that way. So yeah, it, I, it takes a lot of time to to get out of that, right? And she's like conditioned for years and years um, to to be like um, like a maid basically and have, have no exactly. confidence and she's worth nothing. And that's, I understand that it takes a lot. But it still got very annoying for me at some point. Like, all her conversations with Lord Kudo always go like this. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry, Lord Kudo, that I that I dirtied your carpet with my feet. Uh, if you want me to leave the house, I I will do so immediately. I'm uh, please forgive me. And she talks like this all the time, and it's it's it hurt hurts my ears at some point. It's. Oh, and then Lord Kudo has to be like, no, you must understand that you can confide in me now because I am falling for you, Mio. And it's just like, whoa, bro, chill. Like, yes, that's good. But also, come on, let's calm down, yeah. everybody. And and the, the, the childhood friend also doesn't play any kind of role later on. Like, it's, it's set up as, as this love triangle, potentially, but she immediately falls for Lord Kudo because he sees the perfect husband, right? And I don't even understand how people could say anything bad about him. Like, he's super supportive and super... He's a bit stern when it comes to, like, his uh, his soldiers because like he's, like, a general in the army or something. Yeah. But otherwise, he's just a perfect guy. He's handsome. He's nice. He's supportive. He's everything that a, a woman could dream of. He's, like, he's like the perfect shoujo uh, love interest guy. Long hair that flows in the wind. Um, I I do think that there are some some um, scenes that are nice. There's there's some emotional moments, and I like an underdog story, right? And she is a very underdog character. And um, I also like the pacing in the earlier episodes, where um, they they take time when uh, the sister comes around to to show her how to apply makeup and uh, it's it's this period drama uh, period piece kind of drama that that i originally wanted to see and there are some aspects here but a lot of the times it's it's about him fighting zombies and her getting kidnapped she gets kidnapped twice or, or three yes. times even i don't I, so yeah. and so many kidnaps it's so just many scenarios where he has to <laughs> ride in on his horse and <laughs> yeah and rescue the poor little maiden and it's like oh come on why it's why are we I'm doing here. this just and before we wrap it up too because we got to keep moving um good you know what when, when it's the human villains good villains the family that her step like the stepmother and the stepsister or half sister just atrocious people mm-hmm. and they don't have powers they don't have anything special they're just nasty people so i really liked that about the show mike yep i hate these villains and that's a good job i think they're comically evil though like especially the sister and the mother I mean, I, I assume I think there's a second season already announced, so I assume that it goes deeper into these characters, and this is more or less just the prologue for the for the story, right? 
but after season one, I have to say they have one very two-dimensional characters, uh, the uh, villains, like the, the sister and the mother. Um, yeah. Uh, but it's not it's not a terrible show. It's it on the surface level it's it can be very entertaining and it looks great, it sounds great. Um I think the voice acting yeah. is over good. I just I hate how how they talk. <laughs> but but yeah. the, the on a technical level it's all it's all very good. Um and there's one thing also that I want to mention uh, towards the end. Um when she uh okay, this is kind of this is a bit of a spoiler for the last episode, but not really. Like she develops a superpower, right? She becomes OP because she has that those dreamlike powers, and she kind of talks to her alter ego in a dream. And um, the alter ego is like, "Ah, oh, you are worth nothing." She's like the personification of what um, she was conditioned to by her family, and what she says um, to get out of that mindset is uh, quote unquote I won't run anymore I choose to believe what Lord Kudo says that means I'm going to have to believe in myself because he believes in me because I want to stay with Lord Kudo for the rest of my life and then she has the power up moment and it's like whoa now everything is fine and that's that that's, shows exactly what my problem is with this. she has no ambitions of herself. All she ever does is, I want to stay with Lord Kudo, and Lord Kudo is my everything. Lord Kudo, please forgive me, and sorry, and please love me, and... Please fuck me. He is handsome. Tiring. To bring it back to that point. Yes. <laughs> <He> <laughs> nah, you make a good point. Um, what is a woman without their man? Exactly. I know. So, I just, in case my wife ever listens to the show, which I know she does, honey, I do not agree with these bozos right here. These are a couple of bozos. Um, let's give it a score real quick. I'm going to give mine 7.5 out of 10. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'll watch some more of it, but I can see the critiques strongly, but it's fun. And, yeah. and Netflix is getting more into anime. This is a good step in the in step yeah. in the right direction. And, and we really see the Netflix money here, right? I, I think it's definitely way above average um, of normal anime um, when it comes to technical stuff. Um, yep. And it is entertaining. I just expected way more, and so I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a six six point five. At the end of the day, hey. I, hey. I was not super bored. I, I got upset about a couple of things, but. Um, it's still watchable for sure. Mm -hmm. Nice. Sweet. Okay. Um, Let's, uh, anyone else have a score for that? Ed, did you watch the show at all? No way, Jose. Yeah, I, this is a <laughs> Netflix show. Uh, I have not had Netflix now for over a year. And at the rate they're going, I'm not going back. Uh, I'm sure there's I other I canceled way. mine and started you know, doing the other thing to get the show. So Drugs. yeah, there, I, I, like, there are, there are other ways. Absolutely. That, uh, uh, it would be great if these shows come out on some sort of physical media so that they can be sort of supported in other ways than through Netflix. All right, moving on. Yes. Let's, um, let's, let's, we go from our mid, mid highs to our not so mid low. Low lows. Um, I'm a, oh, this is not low low. It's called liar liar.
Well, that's pulse. right. Uh, that's it's gonna pulse. be a quick. This is gonna be a quick review because we're gonna dunk on it real fast. Um, everybody dropped this show. Uh, Ed, did you finish it or did you drop it? No, I dropped it. Good. I didn't that's the drop right thing to it. Do. I just didn't watch the last episode. And oh. I, and I'm gonna tell you why you don't that's need to. That's a big to. eye roll. Just for the okay, so okay. Liar Liar, based on the 2019 light novel by, series by liars. Haruki Kuro. Um, I had to drop this at it by like midpoint because this is a show about a young man who goes to school on an island where the whole point of the school is that there are games throughout uh, your, your stay at the school and you have to beat each other in all different kinds of games and and if you challenge someone, you can name the game, and it doesn't. And there's all these crazy made-up rules. Except here's a fun thing: the rules don't matter in the game. As and I'm not saying that as like something they announced. It's just what I saw on the screen. Um, let's say Gizmo and I are playing a game of you know uh, tic-tac-toe, and he's about to get three X's in the row, except he's a stupid fuck because I have a trump card that he didn't know about that said, oh, I flip it around, what does it say? Oh, it says Gizmo's an ass. Okay, well that means <laughs> you I- trap card. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's, they have these games and these rules that are set, but the MC who has a secret team plotting behind him for some convoluted bullshit reason, that he can just trump card anyone and make up shit at any time and be like, see what you didn't know about me was that you're a bitch, okay? And that means <laughs> I get 10 points because you suck ass. So I win by default because you suck ass once again. And it's just crazy ass pulls throughout the entire show as they're competing in this bullshit game. Um, there's it, 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 the, This is another one of those shows to where they're like you're like oh this kid's got to go through this island you want to become the best or whatever no 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 there's some girl on the island that he knew as a kid that he's trying to find and track down but don't worry in this first season of 12 episodes we never meet that girl we're nowhere near to getting close to that girl she must be somewhere else in the school um it was very frustrating i had to drop it I thought it was his sister or something. We we don't know. I don't think it was revealed unless Ed. Um, Ed, let me hear from you. I I'm just full of negativity right now. Well, let me go ahead and follow along with more negativity. The show is Ed's uh, like Ed's like here's my trump card. <laughs> King, what you didn't know is that I had a trump card. That's to be more negative. <laughs> um, what one of the issues I had with here? it too was it was really trying to be five head and just failing miserably at each try um like all the like with a with that little maid girl that was helping him along at first beginning to cheese the system and everything like none of the nothing really lined up to where it was like okay this makes sense he clearly did this ahead of time knew exactly what he was doing it kind of like half-assed his way through yeah so a hundred percent. Yeah, no, I, I dropped the show directly after our impressions. I think so I, I have nothing to say. <laughs> no, good. I uh, I think the show was no. Actually, I other than enjoying the character design and kind of curious because Geek Toys did season four of Data Live. Um, but yeah, this the, it, everything just felt like it was pointless because. The, nothing was like there would always be one more thing 
one more thing that will get pulled out of someone's ass at the final moments to go, oh, and so yeah, it just it makes it feel like what's the point of all these games? So, yep. anyways, uh, we we have no scores to give because no one finished it. Uh, easy drop. The last episode, nothing happens. They win some form of game through an ass pool. We don't get to see the chick that he's been searching for. I hope we never do because that means another season would be made and we don't want that. So liar, liar, more like pants on fire. There we go. Damn. Fucking got him. Trump card. Right, let's, 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 let's go. Uh, let's go a little more chipper and maybe a little more old school. Uh, it's time for King to bring out his Catholic roots and talk to mm. us about saints and pastors, oh, Saint Cecilia and Pastor Lawrence. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming to the revival today. Shout out is, to... Uh, is St. Cecilia a lolly? Go. <laughs> no, no, no. She's too old. Um, And let me say lolly this. Lolly is not an age. Uh, no, but <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like... Lolly vampires. She, she's not like a little ass girl. She's like a young woman. And it's it's yeah, pretty she's, set upon she's throughout the series. She's a small, but she's not that small. Exactly. Shout out to uh, Discord member and patron Zayla because he loves this show just like I do. Um, this is seem like a lovely the... score, but yeah, okay, Caroline. This is for a love. This is for all the religious anime fans out there. <laughs> all this one's for you guys. This is a cute story of a young pastor in a small town who comes across a what is called a saint. Uh, lady saint to be specific and these lady saints, saints exist in the this universe where they can provide through the power of prayer and the holy and the holy ghost they can protect your town and and see images of bad things happening and you can just totally rely on them to make sure your crops are good stuff like that uh you pray to them you help take care of them and they bless your town with beautiful things uh, this is a cute little romance story as they, as uh, you know, the whole time they're setting up St. Cecilia with Pastor Lawrence. The only problem is he is the most dense M- like MC of all time. So, so dense that he doesn't understand like the concept of love, like what that means to normal people. And kind of one of the downfalls of the show is it's just the whole shtick is he has to figure it out on his own and people keep trying to whack him over the head with it. Like, come on, man. Like, you know what you got to do. And some people are like, no, no, no. They'll go at their own pace, whatever. Like, And I think I think the show would just benefit if somebody just sat down. Pastor Lawrence was like, you know, when a man loves a woman and just gave that speech to him to help him understand what it was. It would be a better show. Um, Mike, I'm curious to think what, what you had to say about it. I think it's cute. I think it's fun. But um you know, it's it, we don't get a lot anywhere anytime fast. No, Pastor Lawrence is just too dense. Yeah, like you said. Yeah. Uh, so, like Saint Cecilia has is quite obvious. Like she knows she has feelings for him, but she's not quite sure she has the confidence to confess to him. Mm-hmm. Um. So, 
I don't have much else to add to it. This was just a kind of like this, this occupies the same slot for me as Classroom of the Heroes, which is just, it's a wholesome, well, maybe Classroom of the Heroes is not wholesome, but it's a fun, <laughs> it's a fun, just sort of comfy show. Turn your and, brain uh, off, relax, right? Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, it is, it is frustrating how little, that being said, they are Catholics, so like nothing, basically nothing is going to happen, and then one day they're just going to get married and have like sixty kids. So that's mm -hmm. the just the way life. God intended. Uh, yep. I'm going to give this six point five. Sperm is sacred. Every sperm, Every sperm is, good. is good. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <What>? sorry. <laughs> yeah. So shout out, Money Python. I'm giving yep. this oh, a okay. 6.5 uh, scones out of 10. They love scones Ooh. on the show. Mike, what about you? I think, first off, I love the character design. It's very sweet. I think the animation, uh, well, nothing extraordinary is good for this type of show. They could have really cheapened up a lot more on it. So me personally, I give this like a low 7. Uh, 7 uh, naps on the pews out of 10. A uh, Saint Cecilia, probably the most realest thing. I cannot tell you how many times I've taken naps and pews. So there you go. <laughs> and anyways, it's Sunday. It's a great day for church. But thank you, Saint Cecilia. I think we're good okay. on church for a little bit. Um, Mike, do you want to? Do you want to? Okay, so uh, the, we're getting into our uh, f final one here before we take. <clears throat> Before we take a little break, we have Reborn as a vending machine. Yes, our main man, Boxo, or Hakun, as he's called in the uh, anime, uh, which is literally just Japanese for box. Anyways, uh, he is uh, he lived a life as a vending machine otaku enthusiast, if you wish. Uh, sees, a, sees a beautiful vending machine about to die by falling off a truck and dives to try to save it, and of course is crushed by it. Uh, very silly. Anyways, uh, this show was kind of the show I was looking forward to. One of the light novels I've read prior to the anime coming out, this and along with Reincarnated as Sword that came out a couple seasons ago, are two light novels that like are not uh, like harem trash piles. They're kind of fun, uh, albeit he's got a bit of a harem, I guess, uh, in some ways. But this one, more so than Recarnated as a Sword, I felt came across as a bit weak. We could already kind of tell from the get-go, like, th they were making a lot of cuts when it came to their technical department, animation, uh, storyboarding, you know, backgrounds, uh, character designs, all that kind of stuff. Enough, everything looked kind of flat and not really great, not really interesting views or anything like that. Uh, and it was all pretty safe. So in that sense, the the uh, this isekai kind of comes across as kind of being a bit dull. There is some fun things and interactions there. You get the fun part of like the furries coming in and talking about wanting to get shampoo and he transforms himself into like a, a hot tub, I guess, vending machine that sells like milk and all the rest of the fun things. Uh, a lot of the sort of <laughs> vending machine-esque like jokes... Uh, are pretty good though it brings up an interesting question for y'all which is is a gas pump a vending machine 
I mean, you can pay. Like this is this is the mm. odds. The the like a lot of the gas station things. The thing that you go use to fill up your air at a gas station, do you have to put quarters into, or some now yeah. some of them have tap. Is that a vending machine? I mean, I think technically you can qualify it as a vending uh, machine okay. if it's like he, a box he turns and you into, put yeah, money in, he, you get something he, out. Yeah, yeah, he turns himself into a gas pump at one point. He turns himself into a like bicycle pump air pump kind of thing and he turns himself into one of those uh you've all used them before to clean your dad's car or your car your mom's car whatever the uh the sprayer you can get you go into a bay and you put some money in and you can yeah, spray yeah, it out of your car wash kind of thing. yeah thing he turns himself into that and that kind of made me go it's like are those I guess, yeah. I, I mean, are you trying machines? to lawyer this show? Are you like, uh, legally I, speaking, just, the legally speaking, he is a vending machine. He, this was, so he's able to transform himself to anything that he utilized in his life, basically. Let right? me ask this. Does, does yes. he ever sell alcohol? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. then I'm then I'm back uh, in. Let's yeah. go vending machines, anime of the season. I don't even. I didn't even want. I dropped uh, so, it. Let's go. Like, they make Molotov it, cocktails, right? At some point. Oh, I don't. Yes, that's not the cocktail yeah, I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but alcohol in vending machines is a very Japanese thing. Like that's. The, I love like, it. Like even if he didn't, like I think he did, and even if he didn't. Like they will come up at some point. Like I guarantee you, there's no way this man went through his life and never bought like alcohol out of a thing. My question mm. to you is, did he ever buy used panties from a vending machine? And we'll have to wait and see for that one. I don't know. It's been confirmed for season Didn't two, he and he's going to bring them. I think he he sold panties at some point, right? Did he? Well, but he used, sold. He sold. But, okay, so he sold. He sold. Uh, he sold condoms. He they got sold be pornos. Uh no, you not use. And he sold um what else did he sell? He sold like lubricant and stuff like that for the sex trade workers. Uh once again, a positive sex oh, trade worker. Yeah, condoms, not used condoms, but condom condoms. But 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 not uh, lubricant, really? Okay. Yeah, uh, lubricant maybe. he sold as well. Okay. He sold lubricant and like porn, porno mags and stuff like that. He's the man. Yeah. He uh, sounds like he's there for his buddies, which I appreciate. Yeah, like he's the ultimate wingmate, really. He is. Yeah. He's uh he's got everything you need. Okay. I uh, so. f- for me, I I kind of liked it, this at the beginning. Like I, I think I think it was actually pretty fun and uh I already said like the way he communicates with people, I, th- I think, was kind of fun. Um, he yeah. only uses uh, the the set phrases that the vending machine can say like "hello there" and uh, "please insert coin" and stuff like this, and they kind of figure out the system where he can communicate with people. Uh, but the the gimmick gets tiring w- really quickly, sadly. Like after a couple of episodes, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is, this is not doing as much anymore. And him having to like the the the, the need to bottleneck him into fights feels weird. Um yeah, I, I kinda I kinda wish that wasn't the case. But um like really I want to keep reading in the light novels just because I want to know do they have like, is there a point where he gets a million, trillion, billion points? Because obviously there's a whole back end where as people spend money in him, he accumulates points and you use these points to, like, bring out new items that evolve or change. Or and whatever he can cases. upgrade his durability yeah. and, and, and stuff, so, like, here, it always becomes a thing is, is this the author's fantasy? 
in which he eventually becomes a man again and in doing so is able to basically you know like gain his whole harem of whatever and just like completely crap to bed or like <laughs> are, is it just going to be the fact that he's going to live his life out as his happy vending machine and that's fine like that's it yeah, which is kind of at some point he, he can turn uh, temporarily into like a human form again or something but i, I, I just want I don't to know does he, he get someone does a vending machine get someone pregnant is there a pregnant <laughs> is there like a is like he, a yeah. semen distribution vending machine <laughs> I mean, obviously, we want him that we want the vending mach- machine to fuck. Like, yeah, I think yeah, I speak absolutely. for the whole planet when I say but that I, thing I, better fuck something. But it's got to be like that. You know, you've seen the videos of like the thing that just goes back and forth. It's just a machine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that's enough of that talk. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so the fighting was bullshit, kind of. His yeah, the area, and he does some interest. I mean, interesting stuff is also he does some weird stuff with the. Um, like he, he fills his barrier, he, he erects a barrier around him and then fills it with balloons to fly and stuff like this. It's it's very silly. Yeah. There's one scene later on that I um, that I enjoyed when he he's uh, kind of lost in this labyrinth <laughs> again. King, he's <laughs> gonna love this. No, but uh, <laughs> he he meets a band of gluttons like this uh, these four like furry creature things. Yeah, they're kind of meant to be like hyena esque. I want to say. Yeah, I don't know. Um, And they also try to communicate with him and they misinterpret everything he says, kind of. And that was kind of funny because otherwise everyone always knows the system, how to talk to him and understands. And they completely misinterpret everything he he says, which, again, I think is funny for one episode. Um, yeah, but, they're like, eh, no, it's just a dumb box. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't the, understand. The one guy is like, I think makes it understands no us. Saying. And it's like, no, it doesn't um, do that. But otherwise, so. I think the biggest problem I have with the show is that the main character is is not really a character, right? Because he can only respond to stuff other characters say, like Lamis, the girl that's carrying him, and other people. They they always tell like a story, and he can all he can agree or disagree. And with, he, the, he, with the funny phrase too, like "thank you for yeah. your money" Hello means there. yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we get a bit of inner monologue, but we don't really know anything about him. Like no. his his personality, he he doesn't have a personality. Basically, he's he's being nice. He likes Lamis, and that's why he helps her in everything she does. And Lamis, while she is cute and very stacked <laughs> she also is not like the most interesting character no, so, she's she's kind of she's not the sharpest knife in the drawer either yeah so it's like uh that's why you get the scientist chick early on like it's yeah. kind of like the, the like the two of them combine almost equal character but at the end know. of the day the characters are not super interesting the story is all no. over the place and By also far, not super interesting he, he goes to different Bear. planes and defeats bosses and yeah the director Bear is and... the uh, the best character by far um but uh, season two is confirmed <laughs> yes <laughs> for some fucking reason dude there's know. so many people on the the summit discord too when they announced that the the second season which if you like this show that's fine Good for you. You get Me a second and Turtle. season. Turtle, shout out to Turtle. He's the one enthusiast of the show. Because uh, even there are parts of me where I was like, yeah, this show is not really firing all cylinders. Uh, personally, if you really like the show, check out the light novels. I think that, that like 
it's mm-hmm. able to do more interesting things in the novels than they are in any anime because the anime the animation in some ways actually takes away from the show but what were you gonna say, King? Sorry, I cut you. I realized. Oh, I just that, that like people are like, man, this this one got a season two already, like before it but even finished. But there's no game, no life season two. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, where's like where's where's insert my show that also yeah, sucks yeah. ass? Where's that for season two? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, where's my season two of Liar Liar? God damn it! All right. Uh, yeah. Let's let's wrap let's this up. Have a season two. What are you talking about? I'm gonna. I'm going to give this a 6 out of 10. I think it it starts off kind of fun and then the fun kind of goes away towards the end and like, okay, I don't need a season 2. I got my my fill of vending machine easy guy. I think I'm good. Okay. But it's not the worst show ever. It was, it has fun moments. Hmm. Um, Anyone, did you, you want to mention your score real quick there, King? Um, I dropped this, so no score for me. Okay. Um, and but I like that. Said, I like that he has condoms because I definitely support safe sex out there, folks. So and I gave it a seven out of ten. Let's go. So time for our ad break. Do 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 do. What kind of ad are we gonna do today? Uh, cheapers. Oh man, I did not. I did not think of an ad. Cheapers. Oh, I got it. Cheapers. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, because it's Halloween spooky month. So this is brought to you by Jeepers Creepers. It's paid for by Kai, a.k.a. Clear and Sweet on YouTube, our only sponsor. <laughs> Kai, Kai, check out Clear and Sweet on YouTube. Yep, he is our one and only sponsors. You could so, also find he, him at, what, it, what was his website? Godisalowly.com. Takes you to yeah, all that's, that's, his, that's his new domain he got. Um, he's trying to get tap into that unspoken, that the sort of unwanted the 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 lolicons. I'm sure he made a fortune for that domain. Yeah, and the whole he, the whole point of this show now is just to make Kai laugh. So hopefully he's giggling a little <laughs> bit right now. But yeah. he's probably just like rolling his eyes, like "Oh my gosh, guys, this is like the fiftieth time. Stop it." <laughs> Stop um, talking so, about me. Anyways, we're also going to do a very special little uh, segment here now. Uh, we're going to call it a seasonal lolly smackdown. We had a couple of cute lollies. Um, unfortunately, I didn't think to do this last season, but it's okay. I didn't watch Idol Master Cinderella Girls U149, which is literally just a lolly fest of girls. But this one we have, we have three lollies that we picked out from our show. Uh, though a quick runner-up shout out to Emily from my unique skills, make me OP even at level one. Uh, she is definitely petite, <laughs> but uh, like she was, eh, she was like more. She was graduating from lolly to uh, just petite girl, basically at this point. Um, so our three contestants is Kuka Lane, who is a massive dragon that turns into a lolly girl. So it's kind of like Con- think Kana, but more earth based, I guess I want to say, and uh, blonde hair, uh, huge and appetite. Uh, yes, more naked and often calls 
uh, calls the main character the gender-neutral parent, not actually like daddy or anything like that. And then next we have Charlotte Zenfest, often just called Charlotte. Um, in the show, this is from Am I the Strongest? Uh, very adorable. She ends up watching anime somehow in the show. We haven't talked about this anime yet. Anyway, and so she really wants to be a magical girl. She just supports her stepbrother as best as she can. And then finally, Ari uh, Natsukawa, which is from A Dreaming Boy is a Realist. This is uh, Natsukawa's little sister and is often a great wingman to his older sister and helping her develop relationships with the other people, especially boys, because who doesn't love a cute little Omoto? Uh, so, everyone's can we... Sorry, crazily obsessed with that character. <laughs> yes. In that show. Yeah, they're always asking, how is your little sister doing? What's going on? When can I see her? She doesn't return my texts. Why are you so weird? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, visit her home just to see the little sister there. Okay. Yes. So weird. <laughs> so, let's starting off. A king. What would be your pick for Lolly Smackdown? Uh, this is an easy one for me. Um, I talked some trash about it before, but we got to go with uh, the dragon from Classroom for the Heroes. She's okay. a dragon. So sure. that's so. beneficial. And she also is a big fan of the tonkatsu uh, curry. So she's got Ooh, good yeah. taste in curries. So give me curry girl. All right. So we got one for Cuckoo Lane. Uh, next up, we got Giz. Giz, what's your choice going to go for? I think the Dragon Lolly, that's the episode I dropped Classroom for Heroes, so <laughs> she's not the one. Uh I think oh. I'm gonna take <laughs> I think I'm gonna take Natsukawa's little sister. She oh. she is cute and I don't know. That's, Very that's good. It, she's like a little Natsukawa. Yeah, yeah. Um Okay, Ed, what's your uh uh I'm only familiar with two out of the three, and Dragon Loli is kind of annoying. So I'm going to yeah, go with Charlotte. Nice. Oh, Let's go. That's how we, thank nice. God we have, a, we have a fourth. Mike, it has to tie break it. to break the tie. So the thing I left out is that in the closing credits, Charlotte, well, actually, both like the opening and closing to Am I the Strongest is kind of cute. The music's not really out there, but the like the little props and stuff they're doing. But the specifically the closing is all about food and often making the girls into food. And so she's like a deep fried little French, uh, deep fried like shrimp tail basically the whole time, like basically dancing back and forth on the screen. And it's absolutely ridiculous. So my my winning my my score goes for Charlotte Zenfist as well. Let's go because uh, she's a just a deep fried little shrimp, tasty as can be. our winner for our Lolly Smack Round for this season. Thank you very much for attending. Don't uh, eat your lollies, please. Let's, Don't eat let's, your lollies. Let's, Ed, can you take us out of this this terrible pit and bring us back <laughs> to some something that's not so uh, it's not so horrible? Actually, this is. Never mind. 
Go ahead, Ed. <laughs> Speaking of a show that you mentioned a little bit earlier with our honorable mention, my unique skill makes me OP even at level one. This show is based off a 2017 light novel series by Nazuna Miki. Mike, what do you think? It was just us two that watched it, right? This is the this is the one where the guy's like level one, but he maxes out his skills and yeah, he he's got um, guns and he shoots everything with it. Yeah, he basically he well he, he gets he has a loot drop oh, perk, right? Oh he, yeah, he that's right. So yeah. He's got the loot drop perk, and that's that's the thing because in this world, everything comes from monsters. Like bean sprouts comes from monsters. Yeah, it's Carrots all drops. Comes from monsters. Um. So again, bit of a power fantasy. He builds up a harem. Oh boy, you know, does but he! I, but yeah, like kind of, sort of. But really, Emily is, I think, just like the like that's the obvious choice. They they develop quite the little relationship. They're living together and stuff. I don't know. Anyways, it's it's fine. It is very middling. This is a perfect five out of ten show. Yeah, uh, that doesn't do anything exciting. The only thing I, I is I love the violent bunny girl, little bunny girl, uh, who's, who's obsessed wants, with carrots. Yeah, and she just calls them human ningming or ningin or whatever the term is for it. That sounded almost bad. Anyways, just she's yeah, just constantly shouting that, and then that's so that's that's all right, I guess. Well, that's one it. thing I liked about the show is um, based on the drops or whatever, he makes different bullets for everything. It reminded me a little yeah. bit of Ari Fretta. Oh yes, where, where yeah. He, he just made bullets for everything. Like, oh, these are freezing bullets or. <laughs> fire bullets or whatever wow uh, you're making me think about it. it's like yeah i yes at the most <laughs> rudimentary level this is kind of like Ari Ferretta. think about it they're and both going into like dungeons or whatever to clear them out for stuff bullets it, it's a bunny girl well, it's like every it's the same exact right. it's a bunny girl and a, and a little blonde girl yep. except she's not a vampire she's just just welds a gigantic gigantic ass hammer for yeah, some reason. tiny girl big hammer yeah that's that's the only thing that, that's that, that they got that because that bullet should belong to the bunny girl the bunny girl literally just karate chops things like and then when she karate chops the main character and he doesn't die she's like what what is going on here i don't yeah. get it anyways so yeah exactly like ari ferretta oh my gosh <laughs> just not etchy at all no no it's it's very wholesome so that's it uh king or ed do you have a score you would give this show uh like a 5.6 okay very good that's a good that's a good score all right king come save us from this despair talk to us about the what's that i said i think i kind of like i kind of played my head this is a very good five out of ten show like just real like yeah it's fine it's not horrible it's just there yeah like I, i i watched the whole thing though i don't I couldn't tell you why. I think I painted a lot of miniatures <laughs> while watching the show. Anyways, uh, I'm not even sh- like the, the the whole dungeon boss. Like I thought, I thought he was going to get in a relationship with that that sexy ghost in the kimono thing going on. But yeah, she just she just like after he shoots her too many times in the foot, she's just like, you know what, I'm out. See you what later. About the princess that falls in love with them. Come <gasps> on. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. that's right the princess okay. and he totally gives her a ring doesn't he and yeah. they're like don't you realize what that means and he's like well I'm just giving her a ring I don't give it oh. uh, oblivious <laughs> male characters wonderful All never right. a trope let's keep it moving yeah let's come on king come 
come unmute yourself and talk to us, please, sexy boy. <laughs> I mean, girl, I like Forgot Her Glasses. What's going on? There we go. Wow. What a, now that, that is how you segue, folks. That's right. <laughs> Based on the 2018 manga, The Girl I Forgot, uh, The Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses by Komi Fujichik. Uh, the first note that says King has dropped because nothing happens. Yeah, exactly. Boy, does it this is that still true from the day I dropped it. Um, I decided to go back and watch the very last episode uh, because we had a <laughs> lot of people on Discord hype it up. I'm thinking specifically of Zayla. Shout out again to him. Yeah, he said it relanded the final episode. Uh, I'm here to correct him and let you guys know. No, it did not. Uh, nothing happens in this show. It's the whole point of it is this girl keeps forgetting her glasses. So she has to rely on the MC coon for help with walking around, reading schoolwork, you know, shit like that. To she's, put blind into close as a she's blind as a bat. And, and she, it, yeah, she loses her glasses ridiculously way too often. Yeah. Like, and to the point where I'm like, I, it's, I think towards the end, it's kind of like, Hinted at, I think she slightly does do it on purpose so that they can just have a reason to be together. Uh, they both have feelings for each other. It ends with a hand grab, not a hand hold, a hand grab as in to stop her from from leaving. And it's just there's too much floundering. It's not it even proper hand holding at the end. Not even proper hand holding. It's just wow. too much floundering. Will they? Won't they? Crap. Um I, I, we, no one ever needs another series of this again. This is this. You could play this as torture to your enemy and drive them insane because that's how little happens in this show. I, I, I really don't recommend it to anyone. Um, I will say very nice animation when it came to her sparkly hair flowing in the wind. There was a lot of sparkly hair in the wind kind of thing going on. So, how about those, those go hand camera angles? What did you think of those? So, uh, smarter people have commented on those angles before that aren't me. So go listen to them, but they're there for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'll just, I'll just, the note I put, I said the relationship is predicated on glasses girl for getting her glasses up her butt, no doubt. Uh, and then re relying on MC Kuhn and in doing so developing feelings for him makes very fa fantasy delusional. Like it's like, Oh, I can, if this girl forgets her glasses, it's like, could you we not have a relationship based on her still being fully functional and falling for this guy? Or is the only way this was going to happen is if she's like basically disabled and needs this guy to help? And so she's like, oh, you're helping me. Even though later on, some guy comes along and has been like, hey, babe, I'll help you out too. And she's like, no. Ew, I, only want, I only want MC Coon to help me out. Um, so, she is a prime I mean, candidate for LASIK eye surgery, which I have received and she should get it because uh, this chick is forgetting her fucking glasses all the time. I mean, I do tend to like um, convoluted reasons for people to get together in romance sometimes, like as a, as a premise, like going in, right? But then they have to do something with that. It's not like you, that's that's all you can do for the entire show. For it's a second, lame. I thought I thought you were going to say I wear glasses and I really identified with this show. <laughs> yeah. I forgot my glasses constantly and rely on uh, a cute girl yeah. to help me see. Uh, can't give it a score because I dropped it. Um, we're going to be at real. We're we're getting better at if there's something that we feel uncomfortable or don't feel good about watching. We all live busy lives, so we're going to drop, but we're going to tell you why we dropped it. So it's still kind of a review, but we're not going to subjugate ourselves to torture 
And I think that's a good thing and a positive thing for our mental health. So that's it from okay. me. No score for me either. So let's move on to something greater. The Great Cleric. The Great Cleric. I don't even think we talked about this one, our impressions. I don't know. I think we forgot. No, I, I, <laughs> sure. I think I only watched one episode of it and immediately just kind of like, uh, I don't, there's not enough. Apparently there is hot ladies. Talk um, to me. Yeah. I, I, I didn't get the impression there was any hot ladies. The thing is, it, it is a kind of forgettable show. Um, but it's actually, it's an isekai where the guy does not start out overpowered. <gasps> what a concept, Bullshit. guys. He Bullshit. actually has to train and has to learn and he makes mistakes. Fuck that. And he has to grow and progress. It's oh it's gosh. a wild yeah. concept. Absolutely crazy. So and I kind of enjoyed it. I, I was kind of looking forward to it every week. And um, it's, I want to say it's, in the same wheelhouse as uh, the farming isekai from last season, two yeah, seasons ago. Yeah. I don't remember quite, but it's also, it, it's it's really nothing special. It doesn't look amazing or anything, but just the concept alone that you're in a fantasy world and you have to, you have to work <laughs> to um, improve your skills and to, to become better at what, ever it is you're doing and in this world he's actually a healer and it also has the underdog story that i always like uh, because healers in this world are um a lot of times are like basic basically capitalists they're like oh we we charge uh incredible amounts uh, for for even minor injuries um to heal and so a lot of people just hate healers and he has to he has to he has to be confronted with that um, hatred wherever he goes and then slowly has to earn the trust of the people and like their wounded adventurers coming to him and are super surprised that he only charges like one silver coin to get healing and stuff. And it's kind of wholesome and cute and he um, trains with, uh, he, he goes to an, an adventurer guild and he trains with like a super hard ass uh, martial arts instructor because he also wants to defend himself so he he kind of multi-classes from, from cleric into fighter and it's th there is this aspect of growth and progression that i really like um even if well, the, the plot of the story is nothing spe spectacular in any way. Like later on, he gets into a city and he has to clear a labyrinth <laughs> in the basement of a church that's full of zombies. Um, but yeah, he he has to. He he's not overpowered at all. Like and there's there's actual danger and danger for others. And so there are kind of stakes, even though you know at the end he's always gonna come out on top. Yeah, he um, has that grinder's mentality to where he always wants to train. He's always thinking about it. He tries to min-max it too, especially with that, uh, what is it, the X drink or whatever? Substance X. Yeah. Substance X. It, it's but, like a weird liquid that um, supposedly helps you level up, kind it, of. And it's like a stat booster, but it also negates leveling. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it tastes horrible, and that's why no one uses it, but he, he's forcing himself to use it all the time. That's why he's he's kind of getting overpowered over the course of the show mm -hmm. uh, oh another thing that i actually like is that um it actually he develops but it's not like overnight but um the show 
um, spends multiple years. Like I think at the end of the shows, uh, of, of the show, um, there are like three or four years have passed, and so you, you so. see uh, like his development and his growth over multiple years, which is also crazy concept <laughs> that you don't just <laughs> slay a couple and of monsters growth. and then bam you get a level up and become overpowered you know but yeah it's a, sl a slow little comfort fantasy show i would say yeah uh, who's your f best grill uh, <sighs> the girls honestly i don't the guild don't girls know. or are you talking the merchant lady Or the, what is it, the queen? What is it, the main cleric lady? Oh, yeah, really like the receptionist. There's, there's a paladin girl. Ooh, paladin Honestly, girl? I, I, don't, I don't really care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All maybe right. the blue-haired girl, she's kind of the main girl. Boring answer, but I guess she has the most screen time, so I like her the most. What would you rate it, Gizmo? I would rate it a 6.5 out of 10. Nice, nice, nice. I'd give it a 6.9 out of 10. Nice. All right. Moving on. Let's go for the most heretical last boss queen from Vilness to Savior. I just threw this one on because I actually watched the whole thing. It's streaming on High Dive based on a light novel from 2019. Uh, I didn't put the author of the light novel in here. So this is this is a typical Vilness slash reverse harem. Uh, so in that sense, nothing really outstanding here. Uh, basically, the main character takes over the character of, of Princess Pride. And you can just tell by that name that she's not exactly meant to be a person, a great person. Um, and she's pretty, like, you get flashes to... Because the main character, once again, had played the Atome game that this is basically based on and knows what she does, basically, right? And the whole point is, is like that with her being the future queen, she's supposed to have foresight. And she's able to fake it because she's played so much of the game, but then things start happening that don't have, that don't occur in the game. So that becomes a bit of a problem. Uh, she also discovers that her ability, her actually main ability really is her ability to make other people's ability much stronger. Anyways, whatever the case is. So she goes basically out of her way to right all the wrongs so she doesn't end up being the dead one, uh, in all of this. So that's, that's about it. Uh, the standout thing, and I think the reason I threw it on here is that there is a scoundrel character, which I think is... Is he one of those love interests? He's kind of like a slave love interest uh, thing. And the only reason he's a slave is, is like a, as a punishment, I guess. I don't know. But he ends up licking her foot in the final episode. What? And it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, it was just like, nice. what is this coming out of? And that's... Uh, and then, then, then King mentioned something about his wife, her wife foot hurting and i made a really inappropriate comment and uh yeah so that's the money shot 12 episodes for that uh 10 out of 10 would watch again no i'm just joking uh that's, that's, it's probably this is probably like a 5.5 or a 6 out of 10 you you don't need to see it unless it you really like love anime 
No, I think I feel like this is this is not it's not the worst villainess, but it's like it's a weaker one. Um, there's some pretty strong ones I think out there. The one the one where she makes a little council in her head of all the different versions of herself, I think is the the best one. I can't remember which one that is. So let's let's uh, speaking of tiny things, King, talk to me about my tiny senpai. telling you folks these segues are just non-stop fuck, you're killing it you're killing it based on the 2020 manga series by saiso my tiny senpai i think the main point of this entire show story saga if you will is that um she is small okay short stacks baby stacked and short love them shout yeah, out to my that's- wife that's pretty much, this is pretty much it. She is small and she is stacked. Uh, she, um, the MC is a new hire at a, uh, what seems to be like a toy slash like branding company, just with like a mascot um, that, that, that Meow Taro, I think is the name of it. And he is uh, guided by his senpai, this cutie who is the short stack as we have talked about. And we get to see their whole first year of work together for them to get a little bit closer to learn how the company works we're introduced to a few side characters it is cute laid back office romance i think of other shows in the past that you might have seen um oh there was just one that came out recently the the Uh, ice guy and uh Yes, the ice guy. Mm. There's that romance. Then there's what's the Mike? This is one show. It's like my senpai is cute or something. My senpai is annoying. My senpai is annoying. Thank you. Yes, it also had a small lolly esque uh, character, basically. Oh, I should have put my tiny senpai as a lolly. Come on, come on, Mike. And 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 if I could, I would I would just change my my answer to her because she is stacked and like (laughs) and she's like 25 or something. So she's got a job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, let me she say this. She retroactively wins the lolly smackdown. <laughs> this is every we need season. A recount. Uh, we need a recount exactly. Um, every season, there's about three or there's about two or three shows where I watch week week to week religiously. I don't let any of them bank up. I'm like, nope, this is a show I need to tune in for. Uh, this was one of those shows. I don't. I can't explain why. I just Did thought your it was significant cute and other see the show at all. No, absolutely not. This is <laughs> both. Both her and You're I a have a coward, sir. A coward, I tell you. Oh my god! Yeah, this is you know like when there's that meme of like what I usually watch on Naruto and it's like fights and like whatever when my mom walks in and I'm watching Naruto and it's like Naruto has a sexy bikini lady or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, that's, that's how this show would go is there's, there's Mm. mostly wholesome content. And then every now and then they're like, but what if we stuck her in like a little nighty or what if we shoved her into like a little cat sexy outfit or something? Or what if we shoved them both into a locker and they drop something and he has to like, put his face down into her boobs so he can reach down low enough to, you know, <laughs> exactly. To grab um, said thing while there's people making out outside of the, outside of the locker. Anyways, that's exactly. So it's classic tropes like that. Uh, I will say the, the strong point of the show is the side characters. 
that we get to see a little bit of. There's cute romances in the office. Uh, there's some good slapstick comedy every now and then. So it's it's a light show. Uh, don't go don't go into this looking for too much. Take it easy. Just relax. Enjoy the little bit of smut, little just a teeny, 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 very small yeah, amount. It's of not smut. edgy, but it has these, these fantasy moments, right? These exactly. It's also like and... it, it's it's obviously very much sexualizing this this office. Like it is fetishizing office ladies, short people, and big boobs. Like that is essentially those are the tags here, folks. We're coming in. Yeah, we're coming yeah, in just hot. To be... All the office ladies are wearing skirts. None of them wearing suit pants. So you know it's not a real office kind of thing. Or at least this, this yeah. is Japan, I guess. I guess Japan's my, like that. My big final critique of the show is spoilers. So fast forward 15, 20 seconds, whatever. They don't end up together. They do not. They're they are they are just friends. It, it gives you the illusion that someday they will. They do not hold hands. This is and I wrote this down. We have a new low for romance. They took a picture together. That's their big move momentum forward. So they, this is the new are, low. They are both very uh, romantically immature and even though they're office workers. So yes, like they just, they get to the point and it's very obvious like that she has feelings for him and he has feelings for her, but they don't know what, the right steps are they really could have just jumped to hey do you want to just go out like and essentially they do that in name like they they do it they do everything but uh call it that because they go to the amusement park together basically they behave like high schoolers yeah it's terrible well here's the here's and the big the big meta point i wanted to make too is well, I'll complain a lot on this show how all high school romance animes that we see uh, would be better served if they just bumped them into college, just so like the age yeah. thing was taken off the table. Well, here we have 21, 23 year olds, and we like they just act like kids, and I don't want that either. That's not what I that's like anime industry, listen to me. We want adults and adult romances. It doesn't have to be etchy. It doesn't have to be sexy. But just like the way they talk to each other, the way they handle things, even if they don't start that way, at least finish it that way. I do not want another. I don't want another season of this. I got to be honest with you. It's taking too long. I'm already I'm on to bigger and better things. I will say I enjoyed it week to week. I was a watcher seven out of ten. What do you guys think for final score? I haven't finished it, but so I'm not gonna give a score. But it, uh, yeah, it's it's like you said, it's a comfy little show that you can watch week by week. I don't think it's a bingeable show at all. Um, actually, I'm gonna go six point eight for me. I I just found it was like towards the end it got better, but the beginning it was super fetishized. Like it just felt like it felt like it, it's strange coming from a person like me. I know, but it just felt like literally we're just pandering to people who like short girls uh office woman and like big boobs like literally that's uh, like because it was just constant shots of her kneeling down and looking at her ass or looking at her knees or looking at whatever you know what i mean like just these panning shots of her as she's just in different positions and stuff like that and it was just like is this all the show is and it kind of is like it takes like we spend so much time with that like it takes a while like the wheels are spinning on the show a lot 
as Kane kind of mentioned. So 6.8, uh, let's let's move on to something maybe that's stronger. Am I actually the strongest? Based on the uh, 2018 light novel series by Sai Sumimori. Sumimori. Another mid-tier isekai? Is it an isekai? Yes. I, he yeah, it's an isekai. Yeah, I'm trying to think what killed the guy in the first place. But anyways, uh, once again, another anime where it has a lot of fun with the with the main character being a baby. Uh, shouts out to Shadow. Shouts out to or Eminence Shadow. Also, the other one with the girl who like basically vaporizes a uh, a dragon when she's an infant, a toddler, or whatever. Uh, this one, in this case, the baby at some point is floating. And beating up wolf ladies and all sorts of things. I don't know. Goofy show, he he had a really hard life, I think. And so they said, okay, well, we'll give you an easy life in your next life. And they made him so powerful that his so like they can only measure magic up to like level 99. And his is like 1,000. So it just comes off as like 0, zero. Oh, his, his power level is 1,002. So everyone thinks he's super weak because he has a score of 2. Yeah, exactly. So, but anyways, it's very dumb because he was actually born to the to, to the royal family, uh, which is funny because later on the the sister, the the sister has the hots for the the princess uh, of the king, which would be his sister has the hots for him basically. Anyways, so he goes. He he also only knows one magic type. But apparently it's a very rare type of magic, which is barriers. But he basically learns how to use barriers to do everything and anything, including move stuff around and lift things up and whatever the case is. And even make a copy of himself. So lots of goofy things. We have the cute sister. We have the, this is this is one where it has a fun little harem. Like we get two basically maids uh, that are mystical beasts, one a wolf turned into a woman and the other one uh a dragon turned into a girl anyways it's it's okay it's like a 6.5 for me yeah they both um, follow him because they think he's the reincarnated demon lord or something right yeah just because his magic level so high like they are able to recognize like what he is for, for what he is basically um yeah so that's that's uh that's it there's there was lots of jokes at the beginning about her breastfeeding him and him getting incensed about said breast feeding and yet realizing he needs it but it's like well i refuse to, to suck on your breast because that's indecent but you're a baby it's the only reason is because you're still got the mind of an adult anyways it was dumb um let's move on let's 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 try to kill this as fast as we can guys uh gizmo talk to us about undead murder first farce Undead Murderfars is a detective kind of anime, like mystery, crime-solving stuff. Um, and the premise is cool. Like the main two or main three characters, I guess. Um, one is like an half a half oni um, that 
also that um, is super strong in fighting. He his, his occupation was like defeating demons in this variety show kind of thing. Um, the other characters are um, a head, a, a, a severed head, an immortal being like this girl that's just a severed head, like her mm -hmm. body got stolen, and her mate. And they go around like 19th century Europe basically and solve murder mysteries involving demons, werewolves, vampires, all sorts of supernatural beings. And um, what really stood out to me is um, that this show looks awesome. Um, mm. Not necessarily when it comes to like action animation. Like I think there, there's some wonky animation in there sometimes um, during the action. Um, but the, the direction is just amazing. Like and, and the character designs are also really, really cool. Um, I had a bit of a problem in the earlier half um, that it, it is very case-based. Like there's um, the first case is like three episodes, I think. Then we just go on to the next case, and that's like an, an arc, and then there's the ending arc. So it's it's kind of episodic, but with more episodes hmm. uh, for each arc. Um, and I think the arcs have very different qualities. I, th I thought the first murder mystery was a bit generic. It was, was it the vampire one? Just to be yeah. Okay. It was like a fa family of vampires in a mansion, and um, the mother gets killed. And um, yeah, it felt like after the beginning, like that, it almost that that almost killed the show for me, honestly. Like that, hmm. like it felt so like we're just trudging along. Um, yeah, and I mean, her deductions are kind of fun, like in a murder mystery, right? She she um, looks at the crime scenes and gathers clues, and then comes to these crazy Sherlock Holmes esque deductions. Um, and that, that is kind of fun, but again, I think the first case is just a bit generic and nothing really stood out to me. And it was not like, wow, this is super clever and how they came to that conclusion is amazing. No, I, I agree with you on that. I'm curious what you thought, because really there are, th I would say about three there's, solid cases, yeah, which is vampires. Cases. There's the, uh, the Sherlock Holmes uh, jewel thief. Steal the diamond thing. Steal yeah. the diamond. And then there's Werewolf Village. Werewolf um, Village. Did you have a favorite arc? Absolutely. Okay. Let, but let, let's go case by case. Um, let's go case by case. Hey, you know well, what? That's a very detective thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you, you were talking about time. Like, I don't care. I'm not going to go to the manga club today. Unfortunately, I never, just right, the way so. today was, I never got a chance to read the, the material. Um, but just look at time we do only have about okay oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we gotta get um, we gotta and we have a couple more to go okay let, let's let's speed through this a bit but i i have some things to say about this show okay, so, so go, 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 it's go all you Se second all case you. i think was very messy it's like they go to london london and um because arsene lupin lupin and the phantom of the opera team up like wild okay and they want, <laughs> they want to steal a, a super important diamond that like has a hidden message from Phileas Fogg so they, they throw in a bunch of characters right from the get go um, that are like uh, 
folktale characters from uh, 19th century Europe. And um, during the course of that arc, they introduce so many friggin' characters. It's insane, honestly. They they throw in um, uh, Frankenstein's monster. They throw in uh, Professor Moriarty. They throw in Camilla the Vampire. They throw in uh, Jack the Ripper. At the end of that arc, I, I counted. It was four different factions fighting each other. Like all of them had di different <laughs> motivations, and it was seventeen major characters, and that's wow. just—it's just too much. Just I, I, super messy, super super convoluted, and uh, that was definitely the weakest of the arcs, I would say. Yeah, um, agreed. But um, then the last arc, Werewolf Village, I thought was amazing. Was really, yes. really good. Let's go. Absolutely great arc. This is I how love, you build. I love that. This is how you build a murder mystery. You had also a bunch of characters, but they all felt important. They were not just like uh, characters from other books and other stories that you already know. Um, and the conclusion, and, and the, the thing is about the, the mystery, they give you hints. And I think at the end of the episode, uh, of the last, uh, at the beginning of the last episode, I thought I had most of it uh, uncovered, basically, the mystery. Um, but it turned out it was only like half of the mystery that I had uh, realized. And the last episode is honestly probably my favorite episode of this season. It's so good. It's like visually absolutely stunning the way they start off with the fights and absolutely amazing what they did visually and um how that whole mystery resolved was really clever and, and just really cool and really makes me want to watch more yeah, of this the, show. the fight like the one that stands out to me is the fight in the cave in the dark where mm -hmm. she's purposely attacking oh, yeah. him like in a place where she doesn't have a vision to make use of her like basically their benefits and and, and so he, he, he can do? only go by hearing and you, you yeah. see kind of flashes of what happens um but it's it's made in a way to look in a way that um uh conveys that he can only hear what's what's happening yeah it's done in a very sketchy style animation it's very gorgeous and he basically like yeah he ends up splashing her yeah. with water and her the instinct the wolf instinct is to like quickly like you know shake off the water which is a very noisy action and that basically leaves her open to being hit by him, right? Yeah. Like, and it was such a good kind of like play and stuff like that. I love how goofy the, this character is, how like goofy he acts, but actually he's fairly competent, you know, other than yeah. getting his ass kicked by Jack the Ripper, who's like basically a super, super version of him at this point. Um, like he, he, the whole time, He's just super impressive throughout this, but at the same time, always come across as just this kind of like smarmy, like, you know, uh, oh, I wish I knew what it was. He, he, he's doing, he's performing a Japanese, he's, very traditional Japanese style, like entertainment, like comedy storytelling. Rakugo performances, basically. Yes, that's what it's doing. And he does it all the time, and it's so yeah. well implemented. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like it's so well, and it's just like, and the maid can't stand it. And but uh, Aki is her name, I think. The, the Aya. Her, uh, uh, Ari, Arara. Aya. 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 Okay. Aya Rindo. Uh, um, 
she just she likes to play along with it right? yeah she's snarky I, the, the chemistry between the three mains i think is amazing and yeah it, so you're this this show turned out you're right 100 super strong in the end that last arc is phenomenal uh i just love it all together and it's it though at the point where they start like you know uh like all these killings and stuff i start happening at the end i'm like is this really worth it like bro like what's all going on like is there still a mystery but yeah like it it totally comes together in the end i also right? think there's, there's too much action especially in the second arc there's a lot of fighting and it's like uh, i, I yeah, wish this was more of a detective on. story overall um but right. yeah the, the the last arc amazing the last episode they pulled out all the stops the second so, arc very much reminds me of something like you would see in Fate. Like that that is yeah. very typical of a lot of characters, a lot of like, you know, kind of known characters and so they play off those sort of known things and whatever. They introduce um, all the factions and all the different characters and maybe yeah. it was just a bit too much for like three episodes or however long this is. But yeah, let's get to ratings. Question is how do you rate something if you only really enjoyed like half of it? right so it's difficult <laughs> but overall i at the end i was really really stoked to to see more so i'm actually i'm gonna give this an eight out of ten i really Whoa, enjoyed the ending that's a lot high for you it's Let's it's go. between a, like a 7.5 and an eight but i i want to give it an eight just because hey. the ending is so, so good and i enjoyed that so much i love I, it I, I personally would give it an eight and a half out of uh, eight and a half out of ten. It was one of the strongest. It was probably the strongest, uh, like, not high school character, you know, like anime mm -hmm. of the season. I don't know, you know, what, like, what is that I'm describing right now? I'm like, <laughs> yo, not it's not a high. It's anime, not. It's yeah. not an isekai, and it's not a high school drama. Like, yeah. it is the strongest like third option you know what i mean like it's anyways um by far you because my favorite of uh, sadly is, is you can segment World's anime characters. into high school isekai and everything else i love am that am i wrong like right now anyways yeah. no so um i just wanted to give this a 7.8 i enjoyed it a lot i like all the references to classic novels and stories that we we grew up with i want to see i bet you in the i bet you in the future i'm sensing uh a dorian gray episode do you guys remember mm -hmm. dorian gray yeah, yeah. the man For with sure. the the painting upstairs that's always aging but he is not and then i'm also sensing we'll get an invisible man episode in the future too uh i yeah, love that story calls, i love that calls. very good calls i love that series on showtime called penny dreadful it's super cheesy It, it features all of these characters. Like, what if Frankenstein, Jack the Ripper, and the Invisible Man were all? It's it's uh, what's the the graphic novel series called from Dark Horse? League of Extraordinary oh, Gentlemen. The, yeah, the League of Extraordinary yeah, yeah. Gentlemen. It, it it falls into that. So that's right up my alley. Seven point yeah. eight, solid. Let's keep it moving. Let's go. Okay. Well, speaking of isekais, here we go back into them. King, what is talk to me? about uh shitty shitty uh apartments with a yes. level one demon lord and a one room hero oh man okay this is based on the 2019 manga by tofu boys this is trending right now to be my anime of the season and let me tell you why <sighs> this is the story of this is when we've seen stories like this the demon lord demon king has been defeated 
and this here. is everything that happens after that. What happens to the hero's party, the hero after the demon lord and demon king is defeated? Well, the hero kind of becomes a schlub and uh, at-home recluse who just wants to chill, drink beers, eat lots of barbecue, and be away from the public eye. And I don't. I, I mean, I know why this story resonates with me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, man, it's just, he, the, the hero of this story becomes a total recluse. Uh, nobody cares about him anymore. His party has gone on to successful lives and careers in different ways. And he is just tuned out of society, which I love. And to top it all off, we get introduced to the demon Lord who has been reincarnated as a cute chibi little sailor uniform version of, of their former self uh, except she has the ability to change her appear uh, change their appearance because it's pretty uh, sometimes they're they refer to the demon lord as a he sometimes yep. a she but it's the demon lord makes a point at one point in the season it's like it it doesn't matter i can it's i'm a demon so we don't really like appear to that kind of standard so we can do whatever which is nice because she nice. has a sexy uh, older adult version of herself that she can transform into. <laughs> and basically what ends up happening is the demon Lord moves in with the loser hero because the demon Lord is just completely caught off guard and blown away that the hero has turned into such a like vagrant loser in, in their mm. eyes. Um, doesn't help people. Doesn't want to do anything. Doesn't want attention or recognition. And the demon lord won't stand for that. They're like, this is my greatest uh, rival. They they have to do something with their life. And it's just a fun, relaxed at times look into, you know, they're they're having drinks together. They're ma- they're cooking together. Um, there's a there's a tiny hint of romance in this show between the two, which I think is kind of cute. Like there's something going on. The big climax comes. Two of the four former party members are at odds with each other with different factions. They go to war and the hero needs to step in with the demon lords pushing to break this up, bring everybody back together. Everything is well in the end. Uh, and the demon lord and the hero get to relax and eat barbecue and drink beers until the sun sets. And so just homie, so much fun, relaxing. This was another week to week show that I had to follow. I'm giving it an eight out of ten. Uh, this is the, in my opinion, everybody and their fucking brothers and mothers slept on this show. And I really think you should go back and, and watch this This was one. another it's a, high dive exclusive. So just a yep, heads up for that. A hundred percent. And it's very laid back. It's fun. A little bit of action. Cute little romance scenes. But like I said, this, this show is made for me. So eight out of ten. Mike, what do you say on the final? I did not finish it, so but I would be I would be in your ballpark as well. This was it is very strongly well done. You might not like the 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 character design is very distinct. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of hard. I almost want to say it reminds me of like delinquent books and stuff like that. But um, I think I think it's a great show. It's a lot of fun. Unfortunately, I just it was one that I just didn't get around to finishing. So I'm not going to give an exact score. Anyone else see this one or? Yeah, I also um, just f- forgot about this kind of. <laughs> and okay. I was considering like binging the last six episodes or so before the, the, um, our episode here. But I, I don't think this is a bingeable show. It's more like a week to week kind of thing. 
But yeah, I, yeah. I I like the comedy. It was it was a cute show, so oh. I, I can see totally see why King enjoyed it so much. I should also say I'm picking up the manga just to see if there's <gasps> anything extra past this because I am interested wow. to see if there's. I'm like I'm shipping the 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 demon lord and the hero so <laughs> hard, and I also like I love when, dude, let's fuck the demon lord. I'm all about it. <laughs> I just we could all use some love and brah. So King I'm just down. wants the love, love. This- the I series, love love. You guys know me. The series has a bit of a queerness to it. it uh, like it feels, uh, and I mean it like LGBTQ. Maybe I'm misreading it, but I, I especially like the way just like the Demon King is presented. The fact that his gender doesn't really matter. It swings back and forth. And like totally like when Max beat the crap out of the Demon Lord the first time, definitely masculine presenting um and yeah you can see that there's feelings there kind of developing so it's kind of it's kind of fun so it's a bit of a like that sweet oh Um, and let me oh yeah did you get a score mike oh no yeah you said around me all right um so ed let's talk about one of the probably biggest shows that we're covering of this season uh some might say it goes to a hundred. I don't do, know. Do do we talk about the show? It's not finished. Uh, it's... It, it's in indefinite uh hiatus for yeah, now. We'll see sad. how it goes. No real score, but from it was a good show. It's overall. so suspenseful. We haven't even said yeah. the title yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're not giving the title. That is they're gonna have to figure this one out. Well, what about those zombies that listen that need to know the ones that seem like they drive at a hundred miles per hour? Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's something. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, Anyways, good show. Horrible production issues. We'll have and to wait to see head. how that goes. So for now, no score. But if you want to watch it, watch what you can. Pick up the manga. Yeah, it's a zombie one hundred. <laughs> Yeah, Zom 100 in case what? no one understood. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving it. Spoiler. Yeah, it's I good. Watched episode so much seven. Um, boy, that uh, that episode with the with the old chief that you used to have. Yeah, it was the, tough to watch. He's a son of a bitch. That that but that right there, yeah. workplace trauma. You saw in his face the poor MC Kun uh, when he was reliving that, like. Boy, that's some workplace trauma right there. That, like, I feel like that show is indicative of like the sort of millennial Zoomer experience we're kind of seeing now, where it's just like, yeah, fuck work. Right? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, live life. Like, fuck all this. Fuck capitalism. We could talk Anyways. about the show in a catch-up episode. Maybe there's like a bunch of shows. Yeah, because we, uh, yeah. we're not gonna. Today. One of the things we really want to talk about, but are not going to, for example, is uh, Mashoko Tensei, because we're waiting for. Uh, I believe some, we want to wait for the dub to finish yeah. up. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I need to watch the first season. That seems like a great show for Plummet oh, to talk good. about. Absolutely. Oh, yes, Prime Plummet. Okay. We should definitely there 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 is gonna be some I can't wait for the King Squirm 
when some of the things that go on that show. Anyways, I like that. And we're gonna do a catch up thing for Rental Girlfriend season three, probably sometime in the future. Maybe with Danny. We'll see. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we won't have Danny yeah, on for that. That sounds good. We're also not going to covering Horimiya pieces. Uh, and yes, I'm sorry. we are. Shut your mouth. I'm gonna talk about it right now. Horimiya's uh, pieces. No, no, no. We got it, dude. I got. We have got to go. We cannot add another show right now. <laughs> It's my favorite show of the fucking season. So if you don't have time for it, oh I'm gone. God. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, Hori Mia pieces, best show of the season. Uh, easily like a nine, nine something out of ten. Haven't really decided on that. And let's bring it to the final talk. Tempo ten apolu. No one can live on loneliness. We're Take going it away. back to oh. church, y'all. We're going back to church. Oh. Oh. Lord, praise be. be, praise be. King's pick for show of the season, right? Yeah, actually, King, I want you to talk about that. Fuck me. Why am I talking about it? You talk about it. Because I talked about the last one. Uh, okay, here we go. This no, is I'm gonna, the plot no, is this. We, we see a young man who is um, overwhelmed with earthly desires, mainly sexual desires. He wants to rid them himself of it due to his lineage. His father was a, a no good dude, you know, bad dude who womanized all over the place. He doesn't want to be associated with his father. So he decides to join a, a Buddhist temple and become enlightened, except this temple is filled with lots of young hotties. Um, all the way up from the head priestess to every single other character in the show. Classic harem. Uh, It's based on the 2018 manga. All day, every day. That's right. Author is Kimitake Yoshioka. This is just a fun, cute... This is the cute harem show with low stakes of the season. Lot of slapstick, lot of falling into inappropriate positions. This is is prime anime plummet. Um... The, I, I, in our in our impressions, I picked this for show of the season. Uh, and and let me say this. <laughs> let me say this. This wasn't as bad as the last time. I enjoyed this show. It is yeah. fun. It is silly. It is low to It is just just too. It's just tune out. Have a beer. Relax and just enjoy. Take in all the smut. This is a smutty show for sure. With um some cute heartwarming fun in it. Good family. Um promotion as far as like hey we're in this together let's help each other out try to save the temple i'm gonna go okay. ahead and give this a 7.5 out of 10 because it's just so fun it is it just spoiler it's not my show of the season so i was totally wrong in impressions mm. but i Aww. really i had fun with this does anyone uh, yeah, else but it wasn't have... it was still pretty strong um it, yeah 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 did, only did nice things it? only nice things no mean you can't say a mean thing about this show Gizzo's like I'm. Okay, so, I have nothing to say. <laughs> it was Ed, a show. Ed, did you, did it you was watch a show. All uh, not all the way, but I'm almost done. Um, solid so seven three so far. Seven three. Okay, yeah, Giz, yeah. come back to you. What do you got to think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, Give us it's it's. 
Oh, look, guys, it's it's kind of everything I hate about harems. It's like <laughs> it's super silly comedy. It's no romantic chemistry between the characters. I why don't are care you about even any on the show, them. Giz? I don't. Why do you hate good things? I don't understand. Four point five out of ten. Wow. What? Oh, bump it up. All right, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna say that we all have the power to do this. I'm gonna bump his score I, up point five, one point five. So it's a six out of ten, and yeah. you can't rebut that. Yeah, Everybody can do that 5. once a season. <laughs> I, I, don't, uh, I don't really care what other people's scores are, but yeah, I'm 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 in the crew. I'm gonna go for a seven point six nine out of ten. Nice. I don't know where yeah. it was on this anyway. So I'm with glad all you enjoyed that, this so much. With all that, well, show. it's 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 fine. It's okay. I look forward <laughs> to the uncensored Blu-ray release. Don't screw Ooh. this up. Releasing it. Okay, anime of the season. I already mentioned mine. Mine is uh, Horimiya Pieces. Uh, King, Very what's nice. yours? Uh, Mike, just a side note. I really want to watch that Horimiya now. Everybody's been talking it up. Oh, it's, it's a good. romance it's I think good. I'm going to be interested it. in. Okay. <laughs> so, confirma- a confirmation of what was speculated in the anime series. They fuck. Anyways. Not um, noise. 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 Nice. Nice. Uh, My anime of the season, I'm going to go ahead and say it, um, even though the scores don't reflect it. Level one Demon Lord in One Room Hero has an 8 out of 10, even though I gave season two of Duke of Death and has made an 8.5. Doesn't matter. I'm into the new level one Demon Lord. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Coming up next, Gizmo. My anime of the season so far is Undead Murder Farce. Really cool so murder far. mystery, but I haven't seen um, the the anime that I'm most excited for. So, well, oh, 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 oh I know oh. what you're gonna say you haven't seen I... the ending of uh, Seven Blade Spells, so you need to. <laughs> 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 That's exactly what I was on You can't hear the large eye rolls coming from me. All right, Eduardo, <laughs> the only opinion that matters. What's your anime of the season? Uh, we didn't talk about it, but Bleach. Bleach has been so good. No one really talks about it, but it's it's top tier shonen. Top tier shonen. You need to have you need to lead a shonen special at some point. One uh, of these days, and bring on the shonen posse. Because Ed, we should do a we should do a just a bleach episode where I can just ask you questions about it because I'm not gonna watch. I watched like the first 200 <laughs> episodes. of They the got OG swords, run, powers, like, and kill spirits. Let's go. Let's go, Gizmo. Real quick, give us what's coming up next. Um, next up is our Summer of Girlfriends Smackdown <gasps> with special <laughs> guest. <laughs> and Dude, special guest sick. is Nicholas St. Nichols of the Nickelton uh, Summit Smackdown fame. He's going to be doing some special uh, lightning rounds for us. That's totally not going to be a disaster. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Thank you all for coming on this long journey with us. Thank you, Manga Club, for delaying for our sakes. Thank you to all of our wonderful fans. Please, if you enjoy this content, let us know because it seems like no one's listening. Uh, no, I'm joking. The numbers are important. <laughs> but also, thank you to our significant others and everyone else who supports us in doing this. Uh, to the Anime Summit for allowing us to use their name and piggyback off them. Uh, to create this trashy content. We love you all. See you next time. This is Anime Summit signing off. Oh, shit. Anime Plummet. (laughs) No, this is Anime Anime Planet. Anime Planet, Planet thank you. Get the fuck out of here. All right, here we go.
です Show.